are back, folks. I know we said last week could be our final show because you mean crazy. Final got, show? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah we okay. got really into it, and it seemed like we were heading to a divorce. <laughs> but we both about talked it. about it, and we both can't afford a divorce. So still like most it. marriages in this country, me and Creighton are going to stay unhappily ever after. I do not think that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like most people do get a divorce. So. Well, I don't know. A lot of people don't because they can't afford it. That's the sad truth and reality of America. I think America. 50% of marriages are divorced. <clears throat> that's an old statistic. <laughs> From when? From back in the day. Everyone just keeps bringing that statistic up, and it doesn't include. Listen, I'm a child of divorce. I would know. Right. Right. Therefore, you are part of the. Thank you. Okay. That's the stat. But you know <laughs> what? what? We but about but here. more and more people, marriage people, they're together and they hate each other. Okay. They do. But they can't afford it. Mm, I, see. I see. Poor people. Have you noticed how poor people aren't divorced? <laughs> I don't know if that's a, if there is a way to. That's my stat. Way to represent <laughs> that, quite honestly. But okay. Well, anyway, I'm EA. That's Creighton Branch. This is Turn Off Your Mics, and we are back together. Nothing can split us apart because we are the duo, the re- 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 the re- rebels of radio, and we are going to prove to the world that we are the best radio show that there is. Sure. Right. Can I ask you a question? Sure, go ahead. You can ask me anything. Okay. Don't you wish that you were the Thunder? Like, don't you just wish that, like, your team was the Oklahoma City Thunder? Like, wouldn't the world just be easier if you just supported Oklahoma City? No. Because it sure feels that way. So That was my thought. Can I tell you something? This is I know it looks good right now because our team sucks. Yes. And they have, but for a while. But listen, how remember how great it was when your team won? Oh, when I was in like sixth grade. But wasn't it not fun that week? Hmm? I can't remember it, EA. But okay, how about this? <laughs> Go back to being a Rangers fan. You've been a Rangers fan your entire life, right? We all know what I'm about to say. What? I would trade four thousand World Series trophies for a Super Bowl or an NBA Finals trophy. Not even having to think about it, even remotely. I would give up. All Rangers World Series trophies for that. For a Mavs title? Absolutely. No hesitation. Okay, hold on. Let me give your hierarchy, okay? First, it's... What's well, in- are, we, are we just doing pro sports? Yeah. Okay. So, as much as it seems like this, it's because it's a love-hate relationship. Kind of like, you know, you close a sibling, you dog on the most. Mm-hmm. So, the Mavs are one. Cowboys are two. FC Dallas is three. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm a season ticket holder for those. Like, they have to be in the top, you know? Like, FC Dallas is three. How many other ones do we got? You got the Rangers and the Stars. Rangers, Stars. So, all that. Then the Renegades. All that, you know, hooping and jumping around, celebrating during Rangers when they won the World Series. No, they're you still. Were faking I, it? No, I'm not faking it. I still, they're still the team that you're I support. They're, the, they're still the team, I, they're the, listen, the team I support, still. Listen. However, I, this is why you're a bad it, fan. I'm no, gonna tell you right no, now. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I'm gonna tell you right now because you answered the question wrong. You know what? why? This is what a true fan says. I love all my teams equally. Now, am I a bigger Sorry, football? Sorry, that, yeah, that's that's bigger, not how I roll Am I a bigger football fan yeah. for sure? Am I a bigger basketball fan for sure? But I love my Texas Rangers just as much as I love my other teams, and I love that we have a World Series title. I can say that my team is the current World Series champion. Do you Other play people for them? can't say that, huh? You play for them, then you can't kind say. Kind of. Your team. First of all, you don't. Know the reason why we won. 
Anyway, right? listen. Can you agree to that? I'm going to tell you straight up, that's not how this household rolls, rolls over here, okay? Everybody's got, have you seen, you haven't seen it. I don't know why I'm asking. But the Iron Claw, you've probably at least seen the clip where he goes, everybody knows, you know, uh, so-and-so's my favorite, then Kevin, then the, yeah, you know, see that yes, but the rankings can always change. That's how it is over okay. here. We're, we're, well, we're the Von Ericks over here. Well, just to let you know, don't worry. One day the Mavericks will be on top. I have way too and many I believe, of baseball. And it. I believe Luka Doncic will lead us to a championship. My heart tells that, me that's that. That's good because I would assume in four years that he will not be on the team. So I I, I, I have too many qualms with baseball for the Rangers to be my favorite team. I just okay. have way too many that's fine. bones I, and to I can with be baseball. Fair. I, I can be fair with that. Okay? And, but like I would undoubtedly... Look at my face. Not even hesitating. I'd rather not look 4, at your face. 4,000 World Series trophies for a Super Bowl or an NBA Finals That's trophy. fine. Okay. I can understand that. And I'll, I I'll might even those. trade a few for for FC Dallas to even make it to the championship game. Wow. That's stupid. <laughs> what? That's stupid. I love that team. You know, we just signed. Uh, Nobody cares. Okay. Nobody cares. It's our biggest signing. You know what Nobody know? cares. Because okay. SC Dallas hasn't done anything in their entire well, franchise history. Yes and no. They've been good. They've never mm. made it. But they've been good. They never made it as far as they could. So, like, it's Think a about this. However, Think. this is our year. This How's is this our year? year. This is your year? You just th- like, I was about to tell you why. D- this is just like because uh, Texas was supposed to be your year. And just like the Cowboys was supposed to be your year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And the right. Mavericks were supposed to be their year. Remind me, there's four teams that make that 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 thing called the college football playoff, right? And I don't remember I, a I, colorway called of red and black being one of them, but I do remember another certain team in the Big Twelve being one of them. Did, did matter you win? of fact, did you win? Matter of fact, that did you win? Huh? Did you win? Absolutely not. So in the end, it doesn't matter as long as you win or lose. Okay. And this sure. year, you lost. I'll give it to you. I'll so you give it to first of all, you didn't make the championship game. That's the bigger part. You didn't make the championship game. You hooted and hollered and tried to get your stuff. And even though it was kind of unfairly, you didn't probably didn't deserve to go there. But let's say okay. you got there. Sure. And then you was got it fun? there. Was it fun all season kicking the goalpost back? Because every week you had to you had to kick it back because you were wrong about every single week. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Anyway. Especially well, especially that one week at Thanksgiving when you really had to kick okay. it all the way hey. past the stadium hey. 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 into the parking lot. Hey. That's how far because you were so dead wrong. It's okay. And, um okay. welcome to the show. It's turn off your mind. But congrats, you, you you finally signed your first five star. Gotcha. You signed your first five star. And he's gonna lead us to the promise. I land. bet he will. He will. Throw, yeah. Who's gonna throw to him? Yeah. Huh? You know, you I know mean, he can't throw to himself, right? Well, we got a guy. No, you don't. We got a guy. No, you're no, we, no, we no. Two guys the guy you me. thought was gonna be your guy bounced. And so the guy that you didn't want to be your guy now has to be your guy. Well, maybe our backup in our backup. I'm sure. Yeah. Listen, we're tech. We always have quarterbacks. We're good. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, sure. You know, got, Just because like you got Patrick Mahomes on a Graham five Harrell. team does not mean that you have quarterbacks. We had Graham Harrell. We've had uh, what's his name, Cliff Kingsbury. Oh yeah, he was just Sonny knocking Dykes. the doors down. Come on. He was knocking the doors down too. Come on. You act like Texas has not had quarterbacks. Texas actually put quarterbacks in the NFL. Congratulations. Who? I'll give you Patrick Mahomes. Colt McCoy was a draft pick. Ooh. What? Oh, so now that you get the, so you get Vince, Vince Young and Colt McCoy. Whoopity doopity doo. And how did their careers oh, turn out? Oh, are you QB? Are you QBU? When did that become a thing? 
Are you QBU because you lucked up? Actually, by the way, that's the funniest I, part. We, well, is that you claim Patrick have, Mahomes. No, you claim Patrick Mahomes, uh-huh. which is totally fine. But let's not act for three seconds that he was anything like he was at Kansas City. Listen, so listen, you guys didn't listen, even know listen, what you had. Listen, listen. We have arguably the best quarterback in our generation, and he went to Texas Tech. So you could suck it. <laughs> You and just, you still couldn't win. And you still sucked. How about that? It's a team you sport. You still couldn't it's make a team bowl sport. games. It's a team sport. Absolutely hilarious. Anyway, I, I want to get to my that topic. I don't want to talk about sucks. I don't want to talk about tech. We, we're not talking about college football. Okay, let's forget it. Anyway, uh, I really wanted to bring this thing up to, because the last three or four days, Creighton, you know me. I like to go on rabbit holes on YouTube, right? You know <laughs> that about me. On the toilet. Yes, on the toilet. Okay. On the toilet, on my bed, wherever I am, I go on these rabbit holes on YouTube. I can't watch new shows. I can't watch anything, new movies or anything, because I get sucked into YouTube patterns uh, that you know just take all my time up, and I have just wasted hours on the little app. I'm sure they just heard that all. Who? I was shaking it. On- oh, yeah. Anyway, and so... I the drink that is not yeah. the that sounded a little it anyways. did and it <laughs> did and that's why we're probably just gonna cut that part out <laughs> no 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 even no. it's fine but regardless uh I went on a little bit of a rabbit hole that really terrified me I started to get into like creepy videos I started seeing uh I started seeing you know scary compilations of supernatural stuff or horrifying stories but it really got to me on this one channel and these two stories terrified me and i wanted to share with you guys first off it's it's a it's a um video about lost videos that the darkest things on the internet that are videos that are lost forever and they brought up the first story about this thing called like bible junction or something like this was a bible show back from the 1970s and it was like a very wholesome, you know, those Christian network shows. You know what I'm talking about? You've heard of those, right, Green? Yeah. Yeah. And the kids were singing and having fun playing games. And it was very retro of watching some of the clips the guy was playing. One segment, though, they always brought out a ventriloquist. And this ventriloquist. one ventriloquist. And this guy that comes harsh. up. I'm sorry. What? I didn't mean to correct you like that. That was not. You kind of nice. did. That was not nice of you. You kind of did, and I'm in here trying to bring it up, and you you ruined my uh, flow. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Well, I for one can apologize. Good. So the ventriloquist. Quist. 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 Ventriloquist. <laughs> not quest. Ventriloquist. God have mercy. Ventriloquist. The guy who talks with the dummy. <laughs> Why? Why do you do that? Anyway, the guy who talks with the dummy uh, was a big part of that show, and he had always um, uh, been working with dummies for most of his life, and he was a big part of it and everything. Well, they kind of looked into him because this guy apparently secretly was on these internet chat sites, and they found him, and he was part of a uh, a group of pedophiles. Oh, God. That were not into pedophile. I mean, pedophilia is bad. Being a pedophile is pretty bad. We can agree, right? Yeah, it's the worst. But worse is they want to see them die. Who? These are, uh, do you know what snuff is? 
No. It's a like a sexual addiction or something or a fetish of watching I people die. No clue. Or torture. I thought there was like actually a a term that had like a Well, necrophilia I was is the same. Yeah. I was like didn't have but doesn't, like, doesn't there like an I think alien term to the that? fetish okay. of killing. There was a fetish of killing which I think is called snuff. And apparently this guy it was interacting with everybody. This is how the police caught on with because they caught one guy. They caught one guy and they targeted this guy because they were talking to each other on chat rooms for many years and that's where they found him and he got sentenced of course to many years in jail of course uh and now he died in prison they caught him thankfully but this is some of the dark shit that's going on in the world and it terrified me because this guy was part of the church show on the christian television network and the the show that he was on you can't find anymore They've scrubbed oh, I'm that sure. clean. Yeah, I'm sure they have. And then there's the other one I found, which is this one really tells me you this story, I'm telling you right now, will make you not want to meet anybody online, even if it's on a dating website. Catfish. Kind of, but more sadistic and evil. What happened was this couple, uh, were, they were a dating couple, and the girl was pregnant. She put on a Craigslist ad asking for $50. She's desperate need of money to get to her somewhere. Then she put in another one on a personal ad that was with her and her boyfriend saying that she is pregnant and her boyfriend need money, but she's willing to have sex for money. A guy responds and says, hey, I'm down. And she goes, okay, cool. You can come to our apartment or something. He goes, no. He goes, why don't you come over to this park? She goes, no. Yeah, that's like the like. It's that's such an obvious red flag, right? Like, Unfortunately, on, like, she didn't. On so many levels, she didn't uh, take that. They were still talking. She goes, I don't know. I don't want to get in trouble with the cops. He goes, There's no cops at my park, and they're going back and forth on these emails. Right. Finally, she agrees to go meet him at the park with her boyfriend. So they drive up. The boyfriend steps out of the car. She goes up to him and. What we can uh, what was said is that he completely started hitting her, pushed her into the car. Gosh! He went up to the boyfriend, severed his head, e? took the head into the forest, hid that, went back in the car, drove her, and then they couldn't find the girl. Now the boyfriend's car was found, and after week a week or two, they're like, "Oh, this guy's missing. We left his car." They finally found out about his girlfriend. They went to her place. They looked at her computer. They found all the messages. Oh, no. They went and found the guy. They they tracked it down eventually. Yeah. This guy, and I have it right here on my phone. Oh, I forget his name. It was oh, all back in 2014. Oh, yeah. Notes. I got notes on this guy. <laughs> okay. He's got the He notes. scared me, so. Okay. <laughs> Where did it go? Oh, no. He lost the notes. Because of you. What did I do? I got it right here. Uh, his name was Brady Ostrike, and in oh, 2014, oh. the girl's name was Sounds Brooke Slocum. Crazy. She was 18 years old. Her boyfriend was named Charles Alpiner. She was eight months pregnant. Gosh. Uh, and basically, they, uh, you know, he took her. But here's the more, more horrific part: when the police found her, she was dead. Right. They found the body. Uh, he he tried to run from the cops. Okay. Uh, they they found her body, and of course the baby, unborn baby, was dead as well. They were dead in the back seat. He died. I think uh, he got arrested, and I'm not sure if he died. I think he died. Uh, no, sorry. 
He got arrested, right. Yeah, he got arrested and then uh, was taken to custody. But here's the more frightening part. Inside his house, okay, he has cameras in every room of his house. Oh, he's one of those guys. Yes. Jeez. He has filmed the entire thing. And uh, according to the reports, they did not release this because what they saw was the most horrific thing they've ever seen. That to this day, the county uh the sheriff's county and the da's office will never release this tape to the light of day it's like locked up yeah. in some vault but apparently from the court records she was tied up and he constantly raped her and then eventually killed her Gosh. and had her chained up and tortured her and did all these things to her and the videos they did release and you can watch this on youtube is that he lives in a very nasty ass house no function in toilet apparently. Yeah, uh, no, that was what weirded me out. The worst was like, where are you going to do your business? But this guy is just walking around carrying multiple weapons around his house, and in a Jeez. in a bunch of filth. And it just got me thinking, what kind of people are out there that are like this? And you think that the serial killer stuff happened back in like the eighties and the nineties? No, this shit's still happening. And there are fucking frightening people out there, uh, Creighton. Yeah, I mean, I told you this the other day. I was like, it's just like people, like, you start to realize, like, people are crazy. I mean, like, there's just some bad people. Bad and, like, mentally unstable people in this world. Um, I think when, like, some, I think. I was trying to think how to say it. But um, that's why I just, I'm just always on, like, I'm always on high alert. Like, um. That sucks that, like, like when he said, like, come to the park or whatever. Yeah. That sucks that she couldn't see that red flag. And you know what? Um, because, they like, were to desperate. me, like, that would have been, like, an instant, like. No, to me, too. Right. I think the problem is, and it's sad, is that she's desperate for money. And that's. Sure. And that does make, I, I've noticed that, um, like, when you read stories, it's obvious that, like, that makes people do things that they probably wouldn't normally do. Like, which is a real bummer because. You know, you hate to see it for for people, but nah, uh, guys are. I mean, people are crazy. In this and let's world. just be honest, Absolutely mostly crazy. guys. Yeah, because, no, and, no, it's true. Absolutely, of and, course. In today's day and age, with you know, we we can all agree. I don't uh, agree. Sex trafficking is one of the biggest problems in our globe, and women. It doesn't matter what the age. world. Like I said, globe. I think I said globe, didn't I? No, I was like, I was like, I just like, uh, nice. That was that was an interesting choice of. It's not wrong. I'm just saying, it's it interesting is choice of words. I just don't ever hear people say like around the globe. Yeah, it's but around it's the right. entire globe. You know, there are sadistic people out there, and human trafficking yeah, is one of the huge, one of the worst things you could ever do. And it's out there, and you know, you got to protect. Like I, you know, I always tell my, you know, my, I, I will leave the house. I tell my mom, you know. Lock the door, or I tell my sisters, lock the door. Make sure everything happens. They have to be on high alert. Like, I don't that's how want. I always am. I'm high alert. Everything. Like people almost like sometimes will make fun of me for like how, uh, I guess like on I guess a red alert on how red alert I am for everything. Everything's always got to be like, uh, locked, hidden. The you know like, um. I'm always like questioning. Okay, well, if we're like, what's somebody's intentions here and this and that? I, I, you know, I even want to like, but I do think that, uh, like, when it comes to like the big cities, I feel like you have to do that. So, like for instance, like, um, when I do when I do these, like, go to these, cover these shows, 
and I'm definitely in a place where I, well, I not more of a city, not just a area, like a whole city. And like, and I'm doing like public transportation or not, man, I am just like tunnel vision, like on it. Like I like oh, I, for I'm sure. all surroundings everywhere. I don't, I'm not, I'm not naive whatsoever. Like I'm not about to like, if anybody starts like anywhere getting like close or trailing me or anything, I'll d- divert to another area or this, I mean, like, I'm just watching my surroundings 24-7. I feel like a lot of people, and it's honestly because it's the craziest thing is that back in the day, it, like, you would be considered weird for locking a door or um, not letting just somebody come over when they, you know, when, like, you're out of town, be like, yeah, just go over there real quick. You know, like, things like that. Like, yeah. that was that was such a normal thing, and now it's the complete opposite of that. No, for sure. So, and um, I, I, I'm totally with you. I'm the same way when I go out. I'm with friends or family members. I, I might look like I'm having a great time, but honestly, I'm also looking around. Even down here. Yeah. Uh-huh. I look around. I, I, I still, I'll still remember, like, late at night when I go into the uh, parking garage after a late shift here, you know, I, I'm not trying to disparage anybody there, but, you know, I don't want to get jumped or get, you know, robbed or anything like that. And I, and I see people walking <laughs> around. I don't know what their intentions are late at night, right? If you got rolled, what would they take of yours? What oh, do you, what do you what do you got that's valuable? That's man. that's a real question. That made it sound like I was like, you don't have any. What, what you, would you trying to make me sound like I'm poor? <laughs> no. I, I'm rich, motherfucker. Uh, so what would they if you got rolled? What would they take? Man, Just I, your phone, so, man. My black card, okay. uh, <laughs> my Rolls Royce. Uh, my Speaking of, Rolex. have you seen that Rolls Royce out there? I did. I saw it. It's, it's, really par- nice. it's been parked for seven days in a row so far. It, it's mine. You know what? I, I wouldn't like, be shocked. I roll like I'm a billionaire. I'm a billionaire secretly just Having doing this radio thing, yeah, just for the fun of it. <laughs> yeah, you man, come on. Nah, it's a scary world out there, man. It is it's a and, scary um, world out there. I, I, there was one more story I want to bring up. This, oh. this, yeah, this one will take the caper. There was this news anchor, and I wish I got the name, but couldn't. But this was back in like the late '80s, right? On Channel Seven in New York. Okay. She was an anchor, and she was very. Uh, she her personal life was getting in shambles, but she was always dedicated to her professional life as a very serious reporter. She did like these in-depth reports. Well, the news station that she worked for started becoming more uh, clickbait and more into violence and those kind of stories that were generate a lot of headlines. Right. And she hated that. So one day she came up um, to do her anchor spot. And all of a sudden, they were supposed to show this clip, and it couldn't play. So she goes, oh, I apologize. Uh, we will broadcast that later. And then she moves on to a, another handwritten script that she had. And in the yeah. handwritten script, she announces, it goes, due to the station's love of violence, blah, 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 and all this, here you'll see a woman shoot herself in the head. Jeez. And they're like, what? And she did it she shot herself oh oh she shot herself on live television golly and she was quickly transported the news people quickly switched to like uh a movie or something yeah completely and and they took her to the hospital she later died of uh what happened her injuries but to this day that recording they're like, is that on air? Is, is that a dark, in the dark web or whatever? That tape recording still exists. Apparently, it's at a law firm in a vault that will never see the light of day again. But that's one of the crazy dark stories or dark videos on the web, the third one that you'll never see because, again, 
they 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 hid it from the public. That's insane. And nobody knows if this is true or not because the only audio recording they could find, and they played it in the video on YouTube. You could check it out. Uh, Next pose, the guy is the YouTuber's name. If you want to check him out, he 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 says that they found the recording back in 20, 2021. But again, it, it can't be authenticated yet because they don't know for sure. But the video still exists. But of course, it's not seeing the day, light of day. So there's a lot of dark stuff in the web. Yeah, there's and, a lot of dark stuff in the world. Yeah, and trust me, if you have the the heart for it or the stomach for it, it's pretty interesting. If you don't, I don't go down this rabbit hole. But I did, and I gave you some highlights of the dark world we live in. Be safe, people. Be safe. <laughs> there you go. Because uh, there there's some fucked up shit going on there. Just watch your surroundings. Yeah. Anyway, well, the only <laughs> other fucked that. up shit that's going on is with your Dallas Cowboys. Uh-huh. That's right. Because they're always fucked up. And I think they're worse than what's going on in the rest of the world. Well, you want to retract that? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you want to take that one back? <laughs> no, but the Dallas Cowboys are pretty fucked up. And we got Jerry Jones to blame for it and plenty of others. And we're now in our most famous segment, Chilling with the Cows, brought to you by Work in Progress every Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon. Uh, and we are still waiting on them to pay us again but payments, uh, the payment we're, we kind of put them on block so we'll just give them the uh work in progress name and <laughs> the basic package yeah the basic package we're just going back to the the you know the bare minimum free package you get <laughs> the essentials <laughs> the essentials basic cable basically <laughs> gosh all right so big news going on two things which one do you want to take on do you want to take jerry or do you want to take dan quinn oh no, i guess the Let's take Dan Quinn first. I was going to say, Dan Quinn's kind of like my my thought because it just happened. Right. All right. So, as you know, Dan Quinn is now the new head coach for your Washington Commanders as Creighton celebrates in the corner, popping champagne. I feel weird about this one because as as much as, you know, first of all, two things. We knew this was going to happen regardless. Even if the Cowboys won and won the Super Bowl, he was going to leave anyway. They would have definitely left if they won the Super Bowl. Right. It would have been um, more inevitable than ever if that happened. Exactly. So, and Dan Quinn has been a very successful defense coordinator for the Cowboys the last three years. It's this Packers game that we are really upset about. Don't him. do that. Don't do that. But it's not no, true. No, don't do that because the defense this year was not good. It wasn't just one game. Don't do that. Are you. Are you serious? I'm not. I'm just- no way that you watch 17 games of this year. And you're coming away with, he only had one bad game. Do I mean, not do that. They started off pretty well. Yo, they were playing the Giants, four, four, dog. 40 to nothing. That's pretty damn good. The the Giants. The Giants. No way. Daniel oh, Jones. No way are we doing this right now. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I cannot no, believe. It's a ba- it was a bad season. I yeah, agree thank with you. you. I agree My with you. Lord. But the last two seasons, he's been good. That's great. He's been going on the he's on the downcline. The slope has been going down since we first started. Okay, it's not what like what do you it, mean when you first start? So you don't he doesn't get any kind of credit? No, he gets great credit. He was good. We just we used everything we could out of him. Yeah, we squeezed it. The thing was was he was a, we had a great start, right? We yeah. had an amazing thing, and it just like started getting just started tapering off. And then this year was obviously another decline. And I'm pretty sure if you would have kept him, it would have kept going, but. That was weird, but you, anyways. Yeah. Just, my Listen, lord, no, I'm I'm telling you right now. But uh, overall, but the the Packers game was really bad, like as it should be. No, but the like nail in the coffin. It was. It was the nail in the coffin. And so let's see what Dan Quinn does in Washington. Good luck there. The problem is, is left a vacuum at the defensive coordinator position right now. 
and there's a lot of internal rumblings about who should replace him. Now, we have our internal candidates. There's two of them. There's Joe Wett Jr. and Al Harris, in my personal opinion. I think those two are oh, your top internal candidates. Earlier, huh? um, your other candidates, uh, external, we have one that's been known. According to David Moore, the Cowboys will interview the former Washington head coach, Ron Rivera, who was a great defense coordinator for the uh, Bears and the Chargers before he became the head coach of the Panthers. Also, we have rumors of Mike Rebell coming in. We have rumors of Mike Zimmer coming in. So there's a lot of a lot of stuff in the air. What is your take on what the Cowboys should do, and uh, what do you think they will do? The Zimmer thing is kind of interesting. I'd like to see him give it a shot. And you know what's funny? A lot of people are on Twitter like, kind of like, oh, my God, we're bringing in another old guy. Yes, I, on paper it looks like that. But Mike Zimmer actually is a pretty damn good defensive coordinator. I know back in the towards the end of Minnesota's run, it wasn't looking really well there. But if you look at the statistics, Mike Zimmer's kind of the guy you want, especially. I like him, man. And, I mean, like, he was, don't forget. I mean, like, that Minnesota team was a lot of fun. It was. And he was doing some special things with a bunch of people that nobody thought he would be able to do with. Wasn't that – that was the year. Like, that was the year, right? Which year? Well, like, that Minnesota was just like – they had a a great go. And then what happened in the – I don't remember what happened in the playoffs, but, like – he pulled a lot out of a team that I don't he think did. a lot of people expected of. I, I, I just, I just I think him. I, I like Mike Zimmer as a person. I think he was great here when he was with Dallas. I think he's did an extraordinary job, extraordinary job with the Bengals when he was their defense coordinator. He is just like this no nonsense guy that comes in and is very tough. But a lot of players love playing for him. Uh, and, and, and if you look at the stats, the the biggest threat right now in the NFC is the Shanahan style of offense, right? That running based attack that Shanahan likes to employ. And if you kind of look at the numbers, this guy, Cowboys uh, graphics, stats and graphics on Twitter, he pointed out a lot of numbers that kind of point that Zimmer could be a weapon against those kind of defenses, especially against the run. He's very good against the run. A lot of people are kind of vouching for Mike Zimmer. Now, it's not official. The only thing we've heard is that he's interested. Like they asked him, like, would you be interested? And he'd be like, yeah, I'd be interested. We don't know if the Cowboys are really interested like, in him. Yeah, um, the last few years like haven't been great, but like yeah, like the 2019 year is what I was talking about, like 10 and six. He also got a 13 and three out of Minnesota in 2017, 11 and five out of Minnesota in 2015. I mean, and those defenses weren't slouches either. Oh, like they they were they were pretty damn they good. They played there. hard. That that they were usually the focal point of the team. Exactly. Usually. Because yeah. on the offensive end, you were kind of worried about them because of Kirk Cousins, and could Kirk Cousins actually do anything with them? Right. 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 So I, I think Mike Zimmer would be an interesting candidate. Uh, I think I would be happy with him if he was your defense coordinator. My pick right now is Al Harris. And the reason why is because the players, first of all, won. And Trevon Diggs went on Twitter and supported him and said, I want Al Harris here. I love Al Harris as a leader. I've seen what he's done on the, you know, if you go watch those sideline uh, videos, uh-huh. sights and sounds of the sideline, he is awesome on those things. He's getting the, the players pumped up. He knows he knows how to address the players, knows how to get them and talk to them if they did something wrong, something right. He knows how to, you know, communicate. And so Al Harris, to me, is a young guy. He's been part of it, and he's helped develop two of your 
cornerbacks in Deron Bland and Trayvon Diggs. So why not give that kind of guy an elevation and say, why don't you take the top job and say, go for it? Yeah, uh, and, like, I'm never going to be opposed to a younger person coming in and doing something because I just think that's how that how the league works. I mean, like, look, I mean, if you if you want to get really to it, like, uh, look at the guy that you're trying to compete against, like Kyle Shanahan. He is not the oldest person in the room, and he completely uh, has a team and a scheme that nobody can really seem to figure out. And he is not 70 years old or anything like that. So I would totally be down for, I think that's a good pick. I don't think there's anything, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Quite honestly, there's a few where I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And he's definitely one of them. I I, I just want, I, I wonder, I, I wonder if that's the way it's going to go. But yeah, no, when it comes to Al, um, you know what do you do? Four, he did what? Fourteen years, I think, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did fourteen, and uh, man, works he well had like with, yeah, works he, well with McCarthy. Yeah, he had four interceptions in '99 with the Eagles, and I'm just looking at his stats as a player just to see how they translate to a coach. You know, and I think one of the biggest things when it comes to this hiring is you you listen. I I say I say it about Mike McCarthy because. At some point, it might become your crux. But when you're hiring somebody, you got to make sure that like the, the 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 staff and the players like respond to it. So if like if Al Harris is good enough, and the players like really really advocate for him, then I think that's totally that's definitely a great pick. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And Jerry listens to the players, and uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe does, too much, me. but yeah, you right. know he does listen to the players, and maybe that's a great sign. I know Mike McCarthy would vouch for him. Here's the only the bad downside of trying to go for your internal candidates. One, they might not be there because my, uh, you know that Dan Quinn is probably going to take some of those assistants with him. Yeah, we, that's what I was about to get into, too. And Joe Witt Jr., who's the leading candidate internally, he was your passing game coordinator here in Dallas. He will have the opportunity most likely to be the defensive coordinator in Washington for Dan Quinn. If that's the case, he has a choice. Whether he wants to wait and see if Dallas will give him the defensive coordinator job or go to Washington. But this is what I tweeted out. This is the problem with Mike McCarthy being a one year with one year left on his deal. There is no job security at all. You are taking a huge risk by staying with this Cowboys coaching staff because in one year it could all go away. You could all lose your jobs and you're going to be out. And the opportunities oh, that yeah. you had this oh, year are yeah. going to be all gone. So unless you know you turn this into a Super Bowl winning year or go far in the playoffs or somehow turn it around personally. It is a huge risk to say, hey, let me stay with the Dallas Cowboys. And not just for internal candidates like Joe Wood Jr. and Al Harris, but external candidates. Why Ron Rivera I get because Ron Rivera is not coaching again as a head coach. <laughs> He's had two shots. Usually when you have two shots and you fail both times. Yeah, and the one that he did good, his quarterback was all world. So Yeah, and the <laughs> like, other one, he ran the commanders into the ground. I know it's not really his fault because his ownership group sucked. But sorry, you know Ron Rivera, you had your shot. Yeah, but if your ownership if your ownership group sucks and they even say you're you're like too much for like you're yeah. not good enough for us, like yeah, that's the red exactly. Flag. So you so Ron Rivera most likely that's why they're probably he's probably open minded to come in for one year to see if he can get a job. Mike Rebel, I know people are talking about him, but he just had a really good stint in Tennessee. I don't know why they got rid of him in Rables. Tennessee. Uh, what did I say? Rebel. 
Vrabel. Yeah, yeah, I said Vrabel, didn't I? No, you're saying Vrabel. That's oh. why I didn't know who you're talking about. Mike Vrabel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't like, know why I was, I, was like, like, I was like, that's a new guy. I was like Vrabel. I was like, I've heard that. It's an evil one. twin. And then I looked. I was like, oh, <laughs> Mike Vrabel. His, his evil twin. That's a good one. Mike Vrabel and Vrabel, uh, both uh, I think are they're good candidates. I think the to come are in silent, there. actually, isn't it? Vrabels. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm just now. I'm just cutting. Now I'm just. Okay, don't fuck stuff. with me too much. All right. I'm sorry. Mike from the Tennessee. Well, I call him by the first name, so that yeah. works. Yeah. So they, you know, I don't think he did a really good job in Tennessee. Why would he risk coming here for a one-year option? I don't know how he wouldn't get a head coaching job somewhere. Well, they didn't. Bill Belichick didn't no, get one. I, I get it, but I, I'm telling you, I don't know how he would. Like, that's that's what's so surprising to me is that nobody picked him up. Like nobody. You, but do you think that he would risk coming here to Dallas though? Oh no, 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 no! I don't think so. I'm just shocked that he, I'm just shocked that he would be even on the list because, like, I just can't believe nobody picked him up after all that. Because, like, I would have definitely like given him a shot. So if that's the case, then I look at your two candidates outside would be Zimmer and Ron Rivera. I, and I think that's probably what it is. And, and I don't want Ron Rivera. I I, I think Ron Rivera's to me he is certainly past his time. I don't. I don't think he, what he did in Washington really kind of energized me to say, "Oh my God, this guy's gonna be a great coach or a great coordinator." He was great in Chicago, but that was 2006. Yeah, that was a while ago. That was a long time ago, and people brought up, "Oh, he took his defense took uh, Rex Grossman to the Super Bowl." Right. You know what year that was? I was a senior in high school. Okay. All right. I'm old now. That's a long time ago. You are. Thank you for finally saying it. What we were all thinking. Uh, I, listen, you don't have to bring it up, okay? <laughs> I know I'm old. For for what it's worth, when it comes to um, the Al Harris uh, argument and, and vouching for him, I mean, think think about just over the course of, like, let's just take the last two years. You got to give him props for turning in players into somebody we never thought they would be. I mean, yes, Trevon is from Alabama. He has a second-round pick. But I think nobody thought this fast into his career. One, he would be an all-pro. Two, we would miss him on an injury, like desperately miss him on an injury. And three, coming back next year, probably going to be uh, one of the top three leaders of of the defensive side, right? Mm -hmm. Don't think anybody thought that that was going to happen that quickly. And he was a constructor of that. And then Deron Bland, say what you want about him. I have a lot of thoughts about him. A lot. I think I think. Oh yes, I don't think he's all that great. But um, he is an all pro. But for what it's worth, he Dal Harris did turn a fourth rounder into a history making all pro defensive back this year, and you got to give him credit for that because I don't think anybody thought that Deron Bland was going to edge his name in the history books this year, and he did. So when it comes to the Al Harris argument, I think that that's a really, really uh, nice boost for him. And I like, uh, yeah, I think, I don't think, I think Ron Rivera. By the way, he was a fifth round pick. Sorry, fifth rounder. I couldn't, he's like, I think he was on, was he on the cutting edge of fourth round? Like, uh, right? Was he, he late? He was pick 167. So. Oh, I wouldn't be able to, yeah, I forget that. That's all that. But look, yeah. just want to tell you right now, this is his yeah. career highlights right now. It's the first team all pro. Yeah. Pro Bowl. NFL interception leader. Yeah, it's like absolutely impressive that like Al Harris can turn those. And who's to say that if he's the main defensive guy, that he's not going to be able to go and by unless 
You and know what? I'm going to floor you right now. Uh, you make him the defensive coordinator. Heck, maybe Bozzie Smith becomes something after all this time. I don't know. Listen, he sure seems to have Smith, a knack for turning I, I'm, bad I'm guys calling into right good now. players. I'm telling right now, Mozzie Smith, all pro next year. Will you die on that hill? No. Didn't think so. But uh, the Ron Rivera, you know what's funny about the Ron Rivera thing? I would not be the least bit surprised if that's who they go with. That just seems like a very, I very cowboy-esque Jerry what, thing to do. Switch Diane Quinn for Ron. Seriously, Rivera that's and- what it feels like. They, I, I hope I would think that they were smarter than that. But if they did it, I'd be like, I don't ah, think they're going to go what that those way. guys do. I think the Ron Rivera thing is because they are trying to have some kind of big name during Super Bowl week, and Ron Rivera is a big name. I think it's too. It's going to come down to two things. It's going to be Mike Zimmer because the Cowboys love Mike Zimmer. I mean, those like those Mike they Zimmer love him. The the Mike Zimmer, the Joe Wood Jr. and the Al Harris Saints. Those just make sense as your top candidates. Yeah, like, that's all you need. That's all you need just to go do something. For. And again, I'm not too concerned about who they pick because again, it's or a one year deal. Aiden, Aiden too. Also, we forgot about him. I mean, like I forgot to mention him. Like those four guys. Like that's all. Like that's plenty of what you need for your yeah. country. Ron Rivera. You don't have to, to go me. get Ron or Mike or any you know or variables that is not Zimmer, but yeah. But I do want to. I do find it funny that some people on. On the social medias, they they really don't like any of these names. They're so gung ho, thinking they know so much, and like, oh my god, really? Like, what's left out there? We don't have much of a choice, you know. Like, Man, I just remember seeing what I saw when it came to Zimmer in Minnesota. I know he's had a couple rough, like past. I, I partially some of that's injury related and whatnot, but man, two of those teams. I don't know if anybody else could have got what he got out of them, and and let's those, also those guys loved him when he was and like and he was so respected as a coach that I think he'd be a great great selection. Can for this we team. stop with the ageism? Because listen, I know <laughs> we, I know we are in this new mode where let's go for the young coaches, and I get that, and I'm all for that. But sometimes if you're a good coach, you're a good coach. It doesn't matter about your age. Yeah, as long as you're good. To your point on that is, if you're a good coach, no matter your age, you're that good coach is is probably uh, adjusting. Exactly. That's that that's fine. But when we say old coach, old coach, old coach, we're we're talking about some of these guys are like, nope, it's my way or the highway. I don't care if I lose. This is how football's supposed to be played. I'll I'll give you a good coaches that are old and they uh, they'll adapt. I'll give you a good example of a young coach who doesn't adapt. Say it. Kellen Moore. That's right. That's right. Philadelphia's own now. <laughs> at least we don't make. At least, at least we didn't make that move. Right? No. Right. We might suck and we do some bad things, but at least in the off season so far, they haven't completely destroyed my spirit by getting that guy. I want to find so. a. I want to find that guy who said he was going to be a Chargers fan. Uh, or like, remember he was a Cowboys fan. They said I'm going to be a Chargers fan, and he said it's because of Kellen Moore. I wonder if he followed Kellen Moore to the Eagles. I don't know, but but anyway, that'll um, be, that'll now be we go to our second Cowboys topic, and I just want to. This will be a quick one. I just yeah. want to get your take on what Jerry said. Jerry basically said so funny. that we are going to go all in. And I've been wondering, Creighton, when the fuck were we doing the rest of this time? <laughs> that's exactly what my first thought was. I was like, so what, what have like, we been yo, doing? That's what I'm telling you, yo. Like, seriously. We've been betting the minimum? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> like, that's like, I heard that, and I was like, yo, no way he's doing that right. I was like, no way he said that with a straight face and thought that that was going to sound good because that is just is classic. Is running out of 
I think he's running out of material. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, but it's just like, oh my god. Maybe this loss really messed him up so bad that he doesn't know what he's saying anymore. Because all in? Are you kidding me? I thought we'd been all in. Like, shit. You should be all in every year, every day of the week. And you for- should be all in. It's the NFL from the the moment your team becomes a team in this league to the when they fold or whatever happens. You should be all in. That is the point of sports. The absolute point of sports. Remember when he said I will sign you you'd be I'd be embarrassed to report how much money I would uh spend for the next Super Bowl? Yeah. What the yeah. fuck what are you yeah. waiting for? Please be I'm embarrassed. <laughs> be embarrassed, please. You know, it's funny. We had I had this con I, I kid you not. I had this con I did not know these comments were gonna come out like this. I didn't know we were gonna end up going to this conversation. I had this I, I had this uh talk the other day with one of our uh new ticker board op slash utility, whatever we call them now, people, Dylan Reed, is that and this is this is honestly about any sport. You could say it's about like the Yankees or the Dodgers or whoever else. But like so teams like the Rams, when they did what they did to to get their guy their guys, like Matt Stafford and all that, or or San Francisco. Uh, sorry, everybody. I hit my, just hit my pin on the mic. But San Francisco getting those guys, finding a way to, I guess, pay them whatever it takes. Right? Um, ask ask them, ask them if it's worth it to spend a lot of money every year. You know, like, do you think they care? That's that that was that was what the conversation I was having the other day. It's like you should not the. The the money situation should always be. Don't say like, "Oh, you have no idea how much." What do you say? You have no. What was the quote directly? I don't know the quote well, because I would be well, embarrassed. What, what, you paraphrase it really well. Yeah, I'll, I'll be embarrassed to show tell you how much money I'd to show you how much money I'd spend to win another Super Bowl. Right. You shouldn't have to tell me. You should just do it. And that's the thing. It's yeah. like like I should not be embarrassed because it is a whatever it takes league. And no matter how much it takes, how much money it is, ask those teams if it was worth every penny, and they will tell you one thousand percent. This should not be a conversation of like, oh, wait till I see, wait till you see how much money I, I spend. Wait till you see this. We're going all in. No, this should already be happening. This should be a thing that we. There was a time, EA, I was not alive for it, but there was a time when the Cowboys would go all in and they would do whatever it took, and, and they and would it, take no prisoners. Yeah, and, and look it, what it, happened. Well, it backfired. That's the problem. When. It backfired back in the mid two thousands and like, listen, here's the no, problem. No, I'm talking about way before that. Well, they they kind of never did that. See, the, people confuse this thing. Okay, back in the sure. no, no, I'll say this. Back in the early nineties, before the salary cap, they kind of did that. That's the only, what I'm saying. They, the, but their only major big move was the the Charles Haley trade and the the Deion Sanders trade. Those were the two major trade pieces that they went all out and signed everybody and all that. They were cool. Wildcat Jerry was still going on in the in the late nineties and the mid two thousands. That's when Terrell Owens was the big sign in back in two thousand. But I can at least commend you for going for it. It might right. not work out, but at least well, you went for no. No, no, no hold on. on. Time out time out Creighton. That's the problem. Because people like you Stop and I Stop doing that. I'm would you let me finish? Go for it, but I think I know what you're about to say. No, I'm saying people like you and I in the media s- destroy Jerry for doing those things. What, what, what I, me? What did I'm I destroy him for? What did I destroy him for? I said media people. That's the problem. That's on them. Right. And they destroyed him. So one way or another, Jerry's getting killed one way or another. So that's why I think you know they're what, kind you of- You know what uh, you get really killed for? Not winning. Thank you. 
No, Thank I understand you. that, but here's the problem. It doesn't matter which way you do it. Either you do the conservative way or you do the aggressive no, way. No, there is one way, EA. There is there, no, one no, 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 way. No, 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 no. There's millions Shut, of ways. No, no. You can win no, a Super Bowl. No, not Who? Who wins Super Bowls by being conservative? Tell me. Baltimore Ravens? Who? On what, what, on what level? Are you kidding me? They just draft. They just draft. What are you t- oh, so you so when Lamar Jackson comes up for for a massive. Did they massive- win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson? No. Okay, if, you, if that's where we're gonna go. If but they gonna- did. They what? didn't. I'm talking about. In, but Ozzie Smith, uh, or sorry, Ozzie Newsom, he built the entire Baltimore's Ravens dynasty. They won two Super Bowls in 2001 and 2012, and they were consistently in the playoffs. And when those guys year. come up for contract here in a bit, like Lamar Jackson, right. he's demanding money. Will he not pay him? Well, I don't know. They didn't do it this time. You don't think he's going to pay him? Are you serious? Well, they haven't. Why, why do you think they were? There was speculation. You know what? That's cool. This is where this is this is the problem we always get back to is because you guys sit over there Me. and you're saying no, yes, because you say Me. you go. Did you not say it? Did you not say be conservative? No, no, no. So which I didn't say it? be conservative. I said there are you multiple just did ways. That. No, no, I said there are multiple ways you can be conservative. You can be aggressive. There's more than one way to skin a cat. I'm saying. There's, there's, there's different have, ways. I agree disagree on that. There I, is. There's no, 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 no. Listen, I believe in, I personally believe the way you build a team is through the draft. That's 100%. I believe through the draft, you 100% build through the draft. Are they good drafters? Yes, then they what's are. what's the effing point? Because huh? they, they're not winning either. So what's the point? They suck the at, point is. It's just that they suck at the other, what they suck thank at. Thank you, because no, no, there's. No, no, no. What they suck at is, is how what? they manage everything. That's the problem. What's managing what? Managing their contracts. So here's why I think it's a problem. The problem with the Cowboys, in my personal opinion, is they do draft well, right? But when it comes down for the second contracts, the guys that they should re-sign their own players, they don't. They try to get too cheap. Oh, almost like a word called conservative? No, but that's that's lately the Stephen Jones. Well, then you would – hold on, wait. Let me explain this part, and then I'll get back to the other part. The late that's lately what they've been doing. The Stephen Jones way of they want to get cheap with their own contracts of their own players, which kind of hurts them in the end because they they suck at their negotiations, and then they eventually pay him anyway. Hence Zeke. Zeke jumped the jumped the ship and trying to get his contract, and they said, okay, we'll pay Zeke and all his money, what? which kind of screwed them over. And you know what? Kudos to them because they went for it. No kudos to them. Bro. You don't pay Zeke. You shouldn't have signed Zeke to that major extension. That screwed things up. Obviously it's wrong, but I'd rather you go I'd rather you go for it and be wrong than just to sit back. You should have got no, because guess what? Your quarterback, you could have had no, him much cheaper. Do, no, because you this is why you're doing this is why this they is why the argument doesn't work. Because you go hindsight twenty twenty. You no, that's what you do. That you, was back no, then. No. I was saying that I was saying that hundred percent during twenty eighteen. I said that was the worst thing to do. Let Zeke hold out. Who cares? Let him he's not gonna survive. You'll come back and you will play for his contract. He was going to do it, but the Cowboys caved. <laughs> they shouldn't have. It listen. wasn't Zeke's turn. Say what? It wasn't Zeke's turn. They had to get Dak done. So, so and they and they and they kept pushing the Dak thing. Way uh, kicking the can, kicking the can, kicking the can. They don't know how to manage their cap. They don't know how to manage their contracts. That's the problem. Because they get what? Huh? They're getting too cute, is what you said. They get too. They they overthink themselves. They get too conservative. No, they ever overthink themselves. Now, if you get too because cute, it's getting now, too conservative. because no, but also when they get they don't too, just go for it. Hold on, but when they go aggressive, they pick the wrong players. 
You know what their idea of aggressive was? What? 2008 when they decided to go get Pac-Man Jones. At least you went for it, dog. And no, he was <laughs> arrested. <laughs> no. I've had this see this is where Cowboys will Another differ. thing, 2016 no, this uh, is where, 2015. This is where guess we're what, 20, differ. Guess what? Hold what? on. Guess what they did in 2015? Yeah. They got the gun nut right. Greg Hardy. I get it. And this is where we're going to differ. And, and it this is what you I, over. <laughs> it <laughs> fucked you over. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about when I say hindsight is 2020. They went and got David Irvin. knew that Pac-Man Jones or Greg Hardy or any of these guys are going to get into trouble. No, but by you could. God, at least how? How? How could you know? Greg Hardy, you didn't know that was going to happen? Well, oh, I, sorry. I didn't know Greg Hardy was going to commit a crime. Yeah, I could see He was already future. committed a crime before the Cowboys got sure, him. Sure, but I don't know he's going to do it again. You just Your did a past? whole segment on people. And you don't know who they are. You don't know how bad they are or what they do. You just did a whole 30 I'm not on that's that. hooking up with people. <laughs> not paying them contracts. No way are you doing Hold on, Listen. you're telling me you're telling me that the Greg Hardy thing was a smart decision? I, no, I'm not saying that it was a, I will say this that I will applaud any team that and is back willing then, to go I for it. I was stupid and I thought, "Oh, Greg Hardy, blah blah blah, that's a great deal." Then and then I realized how stupid there, it was. Then you sit back there don't go all in and lose again. Do it while while teams like but, teams uh, like you, like teams like on, the 49ers will do whatever it the takes. The 49ers, another team, they did the draft. You do realize they did, that they did not. They you did not you, draft. You tell what's their Chase. all in? Did they look? draft Chase? Did they draft Chase? Chase Young, dog. Chase Young. Oh. Chase Young. I was like, you're just throwing the name out there, Chase. Say the whole. Did name. they draft Christian McCaffrey? Did they draft Chase Young? Before that. Hold on. Before that. Oh, so now we're kicking the goal No, 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 Wait, 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 wait. Not Their core of their team. Their core of their team. Because they were going to NFC Championship before the Christian McCaffrey and before the Chase Young this year. Before that, they were one of the top teams, right? When did they go the Super They drafted their offensive line. They drafted Debo Samuel. That's fantastic. Keep going. Their core team was all drafted. And who's the MVP? of the league right now in their eyes Brock Purdy oh shut the f up you That's cannot what, be serious on the on the MVP stand is Brock Purdy was no, ahead there is no fine you know what that's, the end, that's saying, the end of that conversation that's the, that's the if truth you think, if you think Christian, if you think Brock Purdy is more proud more 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 important to this team than Christian McCaffrey I'm just telling just you what MVP I'm just telling you what the MVP stand said there's just no there's no way you looked and watched no, no, football no, no. all but year yeah, long no, 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 and but, came but across my point is listen you gotta do both do you gotta what, do both, okay? Because you can't make a trade for Christian McCaffrey if you have a fucking shitty base of a team. Then you're then he's back in Carolina again. I'd rather have him on the team than not. You have to build your team to be good. You have to be a contender first. Then you make those all-in trades. <laughs> this is no, it's not how. Oh my god! What? Listen, Creighton, common sense tells you. Tells th- me what? That you can't make those big trades unless you build a team first. Right? If you're shitty and I go, well, let me go trade for see Christian McCaffrey. But you see how not far you've gone. But hold on. The 40, you brought up the 49ers, right? You're saying that the 49ers are a great contending team. I and get they, the yeah. 49ers did all their drafting. I'm saying that they still went for it after that. I know, but did you can't do the first so, part. No, no, no. So the Cowboys did their drafting. I get that. Did they go for anybody? But they fucked up did their draft. Did they go draft. for anybody? No, but they fucked up their drafting too, though. They messed up their cap, their their castings. They messed it up. Therefore, they messed up their assets. Please look at the, me. Another reason. That's why I hate saying this. The Eagles. I think the Eagles are still in great. As much as they made some mistakes, the Eagles are in great shape. Why? Because Howie Roseman is building up draft picks. 
He has draft picks upon draft picks upon draft picks. And he's making smart trades that bring back draft picks. They won the Super Bowl in 2018, and then they tore it down to rebuild and remake another contending team. Wow, and you know, there's a team in this league that wears the star on their helmet that everybody in the world says, you cannot you cannot take it down right now because we are consistently 12-5. and five. There is a that y'all do that all y'all like you consistency, 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 consistency. I, I can't even say it. Whatever mm. doesn't matter. Regardless, here's the thing: is you just said that about the Philadelphia Eagles. He went and he tore it all down and restarted it, and now you think they're in a great position. But then when it comes to the Cowboys, you're like, oh, they're nah. Mike was twelve and five consistency here. Everything's building up towards something. Well, no, no, no. You can't. Well, you, the, can't no, no. Da- you can't. You can't. Because the Eagles do that. won. A, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Then they had shitty years afterwards, and so they, they decided to take down. Uh, they decided to trade away their top Super Bowl uh, MVP court. Well, you act like the they Bowl. had like tw- a decade worth of misery. They had about four, about two, three years of it. Two or three years. They fired their head. That coach. is not a lot. The Cowboys are going on 30 years of nothing. Two or three years is just But remember what I told you on, that's why I said I agree with you on why you want to rebuild. I said this mathematically doesn't make sense right now to do it. You just go for it right now, and if you can't do it, then you start your rebuild process. That's fine, but you got to go for it. You can't sit there and, and that's not what do I'm saying. anything. And I think the Cowboys, and I personally believe that that's why I think the Cowboys need to go all in. For instance, so now we're all now now we're now we're all saying we should go all in now after after this whole now con- we have this to. whole we have conversation no of you saying I never said- you got to be you got to be fiscally responsible no. and conservative. No, 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 and no, you no. Super- no, no. Now you're like, oh no, but they gotta go in now. Now they gotta do it. <laughs> that's what you're saying. No, I'm saying that they've. Well, we've, I think they've built their team. That's, I think I like their team. We have a great team. They've built the team that they have. They and do you have- honestly believe the, that the Cowboys are going to go and grab somebody splashy? I don't know. You, I really don't know. I they, don't know. because. But I guarantee you the 49ers would. I guarantee For sure. For sure. Thank you. For sure. Thank you. I'm with you there. That's where I'm at. I, yeah, I, whole, I, that's where I'm at. That's what I'm saying. I agree there. I'm just saying that you you said that the only way, and maybe I misunderstood you at the beginning, you made it sound like the only way is to just go trade, 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 trade. No, no. The only way to or, – No, or, that's or not what I'm saying. all in through I'm free saying agency. The, no, I'm not saying – No, not through one way or the other. I'm saying the only way to win a Super Bowl is to go all in on winning. You cannot – just go, okay, well, we're going to sit back this year and hopefully it works out. you got to push forward the entire time. Uh, so Whether that's through agree, the draft, but, on, but free do you agree? agency, trades, on, coaching hires, coaching do, fires, do you GM agree? changes. Do you agree, though, like let's say you're like the commanders this year. They're not going to go all in, obviously, because they suck. I think they. I think that they should do everything they can to try to win a Super Bowl. Next year? No, anytime. So – even you're not if, promised tomorrow, man. Tom, uh, you one, if you're one to fifteen, what? what so then are you going to be upset? What? As they, see, you don't understand how to build a team. That's your problem. No, no, that's part of going all in. No, that's no. You you don't go all in when you're building a team. Oh, you just sit back and lose, huh? That so you accumulate picks. So you're tanking. Yeah. God have mercy. Oh God. Okay. That's okay. I'm sorry. I, that's how yeah. the smart GMs build their teams. Jesus bless me. That's how the, the smart teams build their teams, buddy. I'm telling you. So you listen. T- if you're that's t- how the smart teams do it. 
The Niners sucked for the longest time. That's why they built up their dynasty. John Lynch come in there with uh, Kyle Shanahan. They built up their team. If you're bad, you're bad. But actively tanking is just a not. I mean, there's no thing as actively no, tanking. No, no, because and I put that in quotes. No, because you're actually a proponent of that because you told the Mavs to do it, and now you're basically yeah, and it worked it kind now. of. Guess what? What? Derek it, Lively. Oh, did it really work that Derek, much, huh? Do you like Derek Lively? Where are we at right now? Do you like Derek Lively? He's nice. Do you like him? I don't care. He's Do you nice. Like him? You play to win the game. Okay. And you guess play to what? Win the game. If you did that, we wouldn't have Derek Lively. I don't care. You play to win the game. I I do not care. You play to win sports. And that's why you, you, your teams are going to lose. There are plenty of teams. There are plenty of teams that did not actively tank that are better than the Mavericks. Yeah. That's all. I, what? Oh, you're acting like what? So so because. See, this is no, because no. I know because tell you right now, I know if you were to make. So the, you admit that there are teams that are better than the Mavericks that did not actively tank to get. But a they pick. were always they were better than the Mavericks last year. Why? When did the Mavericks get so? This is not a Mavericks conversation. Yeah, I know I'm you're not, trying to bring it in. No, huh? no, no, no. You're just this anyway, is that's the end of chilling for the cows. No, it's because, not the end of chilling with the cows. Yeah, we're moving on. No, it's not. Yeah, because I, I won the argument. No. Uh, you did. Yeah. You did. I did. By at first saying, don't go all in, and then saying, go no, all in. No, I agreed with you. I so just, should the Cowboys go I all in? I just think, no. Yeah, now because their team is built. Uh, they're not, you they're go not in, in the a draft rebuild. too. This is not a one-time thing. This is a you go all in all the time. So whether When you, you put, have the assets. What? You can't just say, I'm going all in all the time when you don't have assets. So you don't want to win? Are you trying to be like, you think it's like, did you watch draft day and think that's realistic? No, it's the worst movie in the world. Yeah, but you think it's realistic the way he got all those picks? I back. think you're confusing what I'm saying. No, Yo, I don't. you're clearly confusing what I'm saying because you're. How thinking, do you go all in in the draft? You tell me. That's Colin. not. That does not mean EA. EA. That is. This, I, this is how me. I know. No, this, this is, is how I know I, you're confusing what I'm saying. Okay, go Could ahead. Me, me saying going all in does not mean that you go and hoodwink six different teams <laughs> to give you forty <laughs> picks for six different first rounders. All in means. You get the best guys available that you can for right. your team. That's drafting. That's just normal Duh. drafting. That does not mean sit on your butt and say, oh, well, we'll just get who comes to us. That's what I'm saying. Or sit on your butt during free agency and say, oh, well, we're not you really going to make that player move. Available. That's what I was saying the whole time. That's not all that in. That is going all in. No. Yes, it is. Listen, you know what all your in? Conversation, no, your conversation. No, your definition of going When all you go in. all in, that's putting all your chips on the table. That does not mean you're that's not. What all, that's what Jerry's referencing. That's when teams in the offseason, when they're saying all in, they do every little thing they can do in offseason, meaning they sign Free agents, they sign uh, every little free agent they can that they think will help. They'll, they'll time in. They'll go make trades uh, possible. They'll do every little thing possible to make one last Super Bowl run. That's what an all-in means. I think you're con- – no, I think I think you're 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 thinking of a movie all-in. No. I, I'm that's, just, what it, that's what it means. That's what Jerry was mean. If you think Jerry doesn't – that's – what? You have a weird definition of all in. No, no. You're definite. No. Oh, my God. You have a weird definition of all in. That's the point of all in. All you, What you are describing is normal everyday football operations. No, dog. It's different because you should be always there. to. You should be going all in to win every year. That does not mean you make weird weird moves like a movie. That's not, not what I'm talking move, about. No, all That's in. not what I'm saying. No, like, for instance. But, like, if there is like a – No, no, stop. If there is a guy, like in the free agent market – and he is going to make your team better, you go for yeah. it. Yeah. 
That's, that's what all I'm saying. Move. What are we talking about? But you're talking about also the draft, too. And all sure. And no. If that's there a is goal. a guy a in basic. the draft that's going to make your team better, you go for it. If that's the guy you if think, he's like you ten, go for if it. If he's 10 spots ahead and you want to trade up? Absolutely. Yo, there is plenty of evidence in the National Football League's history of teams that believe that that is their guy. They trade up. Kansas City, your boy that you claim on every given day that he went to Red Raider land is a proponent of a team thinking that that's the man we are going to trade up to get him. For a team, by the way, that was in the same position as the Cowboys were the year before. They went all in because they believed that that was their guy. If you think that in the draft, free agency, GM, coaching, whichever one. So I guess if, we if just you're differ, dude. I think we just differ on the draft because I personally believe the best thing to do is BPA. God. Best player available. You take him. That's no, how you build well, I team. just said that. No, but I don't. I, I, no, I, no. Yeah. Sure, that's fine. All right, but all in, when you say all in, in my mind, in the offseason, what I think Jerry even means is all in, we're going to do everything for one last hurrah, just like the Niners kind of did too. It's funny that you keep saying one last hurrah like they've had it, that they've been doing anything. Well, this is their last hurrah (laughs) of whatever it was. All right, that's why I'm going to end. Oh, yeah? Okay. You're out of breath right now. Because I just don't get why y'all want to be conservative. I'm not trying I, to be conservative. I'm I with you. I don't get why y'all look at a salary. Why do you say y'all? Listen, you need to stop. You have you a You did it the other week. You were like, listen, Mike McCarthy's 12-5 and five for three years. You got to keep it. I say keep it because mathematically it's better to go with him than rebuild. I rather Who knows? I think my thing mathematically gets Can Mike you, McCarthy win you a Super Bowl? He could. Sure, I guess. See, I, I think that's the difference. You don't believe in Mike McCarthy, I do. 1,000% I don't believe yeah, in Mike McCarthy. but you never believe Because he in hasn't him. done anything. Yeah, he does. He won a Super Bowl. 40 years ago he did with it. an all-generational quarterback. But he did it. Sure. But he did Dak it. Dak Prescott's not Aaron Rodgers. And by the way, it's not like Aaron Rodgers did a lot in that Super Bowl run. He did some, but <laughs> yo, the rest yo, of the team had to do, do things too. Do not tell me the rest of the Aaron Rodgers in that the re- year the rest was of the not team, as good. Was rest, not better than Dak Prescott. Yo, no the rest way. Of, they you're were, so remember they were like a, they were like a six seed. They had to make it all the way back. And the Cowboys were a two seed this year, and they still couldn't do anything. Anyway, the, I I believe in the boob. Please tell me what Mike. Yeah, please tell me what the boob has done since then. What has the boob done since then? Three, twelve, and five seasons. <laughs> It's not the best argument, but it's the only thing I got. I'm face palming right now, boys. Good. And listen, all I'm saying is it's a, it's better to rebuild now with or, or That's not rebuild. What, yes, thank you. No, sorry, sorry. Thank you. No, wait. I was gonna say it's better to not rebuild and go for one final hurrah, and then see what happens. If it happens, it happens. Then we can start the rebuild conversation. But I still think you got one year left to see what you got with Dak Prescott and company. With that being said, do you believe the Cowboys will make the moves, the necessary major moves, get the people they want or need? The I don't big know. Boys to I really make, don't to, know. To make that one last hoorah thing. I don't know because, you know what, surprise the, me. Uh, the I don't know answer should not be there. It should be a yes. That's the problem. I don't know. That's the, that is the problem. I don't know. I will see. That's why I'm a wait and see guy because I didn't know they were going to make those trades last year with Stephon Gilmore and Brendan Brandon Cooks and all that. We all praised those moves last year. Sure, sure. And he. I told I told Dylan this the other day. Listen, I don't think Stephon Gilmore ended up being all that great, but I applaud them for trying. Yeah, I applaud them. No, you don't get to say because you were like you don't. No, no, no. Because this whole argument, you've been like, no, you don't do that. I applaud these guys for going for it, for at least trying to grab somebody. No, I applaud. They them should be doing year. the same thing that this year, but I just I just have a feeling that 
there's going to be all these guys that we want, and they're not going to make a move on any of them. And what's so funny is you're the Dallas Cowboys. If you want a call, you can get your call. No team's going to like, they might not pick you, but you're going to be able to get an interview with any of your players that you want. Oh, yeah, hurt. Anyway. Um, uh, oh, no. Yeah. It's pretty bad. I'm watching Butler and Creighton, everybody. Because That's a very big game. Because it, it's named after you? Well, well, they're really good. Well, sure, I guess. It's named after me, yes. Yeah, the uni- you're rich. It is my university. Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't know. I, I hope they make their moves. I, I think they will. I think I think they will. They but better. That's what time would tell. And again, I, see, I said, listen, my thing is this. It's Mike's last ride. It's Dak's last ride. I'm giving them one more year. But I will be like you after this year. If you don't get it done, I'm done with you. And we're moving on. Man, if it don't work out this year, what a waste of time. Not really. Nah, yes. I've already waited this long. I can wait another 30. No, we need one. Nah, I'm just, nah. I see, got my this world. Is, see, that this, world see, this is funny because you criticized me 20 minutes or 30, however long it's been, half an hour ago, about how every team needs to be equal on my fan list. And now you're saying, ah, that's all right, but at least the Rangers no, won. Yeah, because the Rangers won. I'm, I'm, they cured me. That that championship I can love <laughs> off another five years. And I'm gonna like I, I'm I like the, today I was replaying Adrian Beltre highlights. It's not Adrian Beltre, um, uh, um, uh, El Bombe. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, 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 chilling with the cows. Brought to you by Work in Progress. Thank you so much. Again, they can hear you can hear their show every Sunday morning from 9 a.m. to 1 p or noon. If this team, this team don't do something this year, I am. Coming after all, I am. I am. Go I, I am going to be. I'm going good. to be insufferable. Good. I, I can't wait. Yeah. I probably won't know you then anyway. So okay. We probably we're probably going to divorce by then. All right. Um, it's time for your segment because you really wanted this segment because you really wanted to make me look why like don't a fool. You, no, it's not that. I just don't know why it's you don't want to do talking pop talk and pop. Pop, and pop, pop Entertainment's pop, like so much fun to talk pop, about. Pop, pop. It is, but you just really want to bag, bag on me for not doing. No, uh, we can talk about something else. Just pick something. Cantera the Stallion <laughs> is. What? You uh, know who Megan the Stallion is. I know who is. Megan the Stallion is. I don't know her sister, Cantera. You could, if you want to talk about something else, we can pick something else. I'll, I'll go, I'm, I'll I'm go not, toe-to-toe no. in anything. No, I mean, go ahead. I mean, we're in a weird little days because the Oscars haven't started. Uh, and a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. we don't even have the Screen Actors Guild yet. We don't, there's, you know, the, my, my Henry Cavill movie bombed today at the box office. <laughs> Poor, I was going to, you know, I was going to go see that today. And but then, then nah. I saw the ratings and I was like, I won't bend over backwards for it now. I'll wait till Monday. Can I, so let's just talk about this quickly. The movie is called Argyle. Uh, How many times have you seen the trailer? About twice. It feels like I've seen the, well, maybe because I'm in the theater a lot, but it, like, I think I've seen the trailer maybe 50 times now. Okay. I haven't seen it a lot, but I did like it when it first came. First of all, Dua Lipa looks gorgeous in it. And that one scene, I'm like, good Blonde hair's God. Back, yeah. And um, so she's in it, Henry Cavill's in it, and John Cena in it, and they're like in the spy world, but then it turns out that's just a book. And then the real Bryce Dallas Howard uh, is a writer that creates this, but apparently it's all real. Yeah, and you that's know what? It, a good explanation. You're right. That's exactly you, what it is. You know what's funny? And I thought about this when I watched the trailer, and I thought about this today too. This is very similar to that Sandra Bullock movie that came out like. I think two years ago. Do you know that movie I'm talking about? We're talking about the 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 with her and Shannon Tatum. Oh, uh, the Lost City. Yeah, yeah. and with uh, John, uh, Brad Pitt and Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. 
It's very similar to that. But people actually like that movie. I liked it too. Yeah, I yeah, liked yeah. It. people actually enjoyed the movie. I'm not sure. I, I, there's not many. That's the there's many people that like this one. I don't know. It, it, some I, the headlines were t- like the worst thing ever, and this cat can't even save it. I was like, good god. <laughs> Apparently there is a cat in it. So. Spy, oh, that makes sense because it's one of the alternate uh, posters. So I guess that you're right. I didn't think about that. Um, something about spy movies, man. They're not. They're not easy to. Other than like, but James Bond, I don't. It's a spy movie, but like you can't really count that because like, that's just a brand that's had a hold on the, on the sack of the world for the yeah. past like seventy years. Other than that, like it's really hard to like get a spy movie going. Like, uh, to the, get people to buy it. The him. only other one that I haven't I, I still haven't finished the first one, but I know the public likes it likes it. It's the Born Identity movies. Oh, oh, you're right. I I do have a uh, still book set of that. Of course you do. I know. Um I'm no very that pr- movie I'm very I, proud of it. I know that movie is very very well liked and the whole trilogy and blah blah blah. Um I, have you seen The Man from Uncle? Yeah, it's been a like, but that was I, one that I saw right when it came. I haven't seen it since. Yeah, it, really. But um, I liked it. People like it though. People liked it. You know, so, it's not. It's not the. It's way for <laughs> in the terms of Henry. I think that that's a much better option than what's happening right now. Listen, uh, Henry Cavill. Uh, don't worry, I I still love you. Oh, and, and I'm glad that you're here because I wanted to tell you this in person. Uh, we gotta get a new haircut. In, in, in Agent that Argyle, just, that was just for the movie. I don't care. We we should have picked a different haircut for the movie. Uh, well, that's wrong. Maybe that's what the <laughs> Matt Vaughn, Matthew Vaughn wanted. I don't know what he I wants. Don't know, but boy, I was watching that in the trailer. And I was just like, listen, don't hate on him, okay? He's Superman. He is. I'll give him always that. be. He, he is Man of Steel. Uh, all right. So the thing you want to talk about was the Grammys. Music's and, biggest night. Uh, first of all, I want to tell you this. I think. The why you're excited for the Grammys doesn't make sense. The Grammys was cool back like in the mid '90s. Ball no, not. Like, you gotta give them like all the way up to like 2009. No, because like there was okay. they had some pretty iconic performances like on that last year. Up in like in the, the but, teens okay. now, we're kind of yeah. Like, Listen, award shows in general, especially oh, yeah. music wise, are all dying. They're, they're dipping. Yeah, yeah, and so <laughs> the Grammys of all of them are the worst. Even when in its heyday, the Grammys were, you know what was more popular than the Grammys? The MTV Music Video Awards or the MTV Movie yeah. Awards. Those were more entertaining. Or the VH1 Awards. Anyway, the Music Video Awards, all of those were much more popular, I remember, in the 90s than the damn Grammys. Nobody gives a fuck about the Grammys. It's one of the lowest rated award shows ever. Nobody cares. Um, there's too many damn categories that nobody cares about. It's because, you know why? Okay. They music mean something to those people, of, though. Of, of all things, music is so subjective. It is the most subjective art. Exactly. Uh, there are so many categories of other people don't listen to, the other people listen to, that you really don't get a narrative going there. So why would anyone care about new album of the year or new artist of the year if you don't listen to that genre? So to me, I think it's the dumbest thing for you and other people <laughs> to put their heart and soul into and watch when it makes no fucking sense. Are there any Afghan uh, awards? What about uh, Ahmed Zaire? Ahmed Zaire, you know, he didn't get to win any Grammys, but he's one of the greatest Afghan singers of all time. You're not going to give him a Grammy award? Go fuck yourselves, Grammys. <laughs> it's an, it's Go an, it's fuck an, yourselves. They have best global music album and best African and music always, performance. And oh, so the races, now it's racist now? No, it's or, or not. Split it up by race? Do you, listen, there's 
there's I'm, there, I'm looking at a whole global music performance. All right, so category. what are you excited about the Grammys? Which category is is getting your uh, heart? Well, beating? my number one, the one I'm really really excited for is the rap album category because. Right. So which devil worshiper <laughs> is nominated? So, just I guess just one. Um, just one. Okay. So, in 2018, according to the. To everybody though, on the no, internet, just you. all the whole Literally Grammys, just you. Oh, no, according Nobody to the internet, else. the entire Grammys are all devil worshippers. <laughs> they're all industry thing. plants. They are that, definitely. They're not. all industry plants like Ice Spice, and they all worship the devil. Okay, people, I hope people realize when you throw that term out, industry plant, because you just don't like somebody, that it actually like waters down your whole argument for everything else. Like if everybody's an industry plant, then there's just, like, no point to music. Then, like, you can't like the people you like them because of their... Cat Williams told me that Kevin Hart's an industry plant. Oh, that's right. That was a... And so did... uh, He also said that so was Ludacris. He did. He did. Kevin Hart responded. Well, guess what? And so did Ludacris. Ludacris made a great flow about it. This is the only thing I'm going to tell the Cat Williams. If Ludacris is an industry plant, good for the industry. They know what they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, though? It's not... He's not wrong. Like, he's not... He's not wrong. Like, whoa. Here's the thing. Are you trying to talk shit about Ludacris? No, 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 no. I'm no. I'm talking about no. If 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 that's what it is, then they know how to pick them. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But anyways, so rap album is the one that I'm looking forward to most because in 2018, by far and none, Astro World was the best rap album of the year. Wasn't even close, and it was like one of those unanimous things where it was like, yeah. And if you go back and listen to it now, you're like. Travis Scott cooked on this thing. Like it was just like accumulation of his whole entire life. I'm I mean, it still to this day has it it changed some ways that we view people. rap music. What? They kill all those people. Listen. It, and they sacrifice according to the internet. Nobody did that. Okay? That's what the internet says. Nobody did that, but I admire the anarchy and the that you're trying to that you're trying to put on this conversation. Anyways, it should be. I hope it is. Utopia will be rap album of the year, and Travis Scott will finally get his flowers for being criminally uh, snubbed for Cardi B's privacy of uh, invasion of privacy, because that album was it's fine. It ain't Astro World, and I go back and I listen to Astro World, and I'm just like, wow, this is unbelievable. Anyways, Utopia, that's kind of like the category I'm looking most forward to is rap album, uh, rap song. You know these guys, Doja Cat. Nicki Minaj, Little Uzi Vert, Drake. See, you got these so guys. We got two of them that are Delaware. No, three. Doja Cat, two. She's, she's is she? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, she posed as a, as the devil. So like, so there you that's go. That's way worse than whatever you're accusing those other two of. But anyway, um, no, but I, I like Nicki Minaj. I think she does really well. I liked her. She's nominated for the Barbie World song. Yeah. Oh god. That's what it is. No, but guess who? That's the only thing I'm mad about. It's not because the girl next to her is an industry plant. No, she would be nominated I, without no, Ice Spice. No, because Ice Spice sucks. Uh, Even if she is an industry plant or not, she sucks. You know, if they won, Aqua would get the get, would get a Grammy too. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because they're Aqua, on the song technically. Did you know Aqua performed? Oh, I watched it. Yeah. At the New Year's Eve stuff, mm-hmm. sure did. Um, melodic rap performance is also one that I'm really excited for because I would love to see Little Dirk actually get a Grammy, and then Ooh. you guys would have to always say, "Yeah, exactly." We'd have to say Grammy nominated Little Dirk. <laughs> And he had one of the biggest songs of the year with All My Life with J. Cole. I never heard of it. It's it's unbelievable. It's one of my favorite songs of the year. Um, anyways, that's the one that I I'm not gonna go through all the categories, but that was the one that I'm like most excited for. See is like see if Travis Scott can finally get his dues because he's like pretty much there was an argument 
It wasn't really an argument. It was an interesting statement. Utopia might be his worst album, and it's one of the it's the greatest album of the year and one of the best albums we've had in the last 20 years. This man, when he puts together a whole body of work, he's just so good. And Astral World, Days for Rodeo, which is a mixtape, doesn't really count. But uh, all those, those are so good. Anyway, okay. And now I'm going to read you the performances here in a second. All right. Um, because that's kind of what everybody's waiting for. But also, dance electronic recording? Interesting to see who one's here because the Academy clearly does not know EDM. And we've known this for years because they've nominated some really odd people over the past. But I don't know. Maybe Skrillex will get another uh, Grammy for Rumble with Fred again and Flo Don. Have you heard Rumble? No. Killers in the Jungle? No. Really? I'm surprised. See, you know I haven't heard of it, and you ask me. <laughs> and I don't, and maybe it's because we're in a podcast and you need me to talk and respond <laughs> okay. to you. But just let know that the answer is no. Okay? Anything you say... In this category is no. Got okay. it? <laughs> Everything? Okay. Well, with that being said, so here we go. There's four There's four awards in the Grammys that we call the big four. Right. Uh, best new artist. Yes. Best artist. Yes. No, no, no. Best new artist. There's only, they, they do, like, the artist one is kind of like, the, the other artist is like, they split them up. Oh, like best, best new artist, the only one where there's just it's everybody. Mm. Everybody else, when you're a regular, I guess a regular veteran, whatever, you get put in a category. So like that one's not best one country of them. artist. Yeah, yeah, you get all those. Oh, best rap so, artist. Yes, exactly. Which Travis Gutch also win. But so you have best new artist, song of the year, album of the year, and record of the year. Record of the year song. Is so. Taylor Swift in any of those? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really. Uh, yeah, Anti Hero was like Midnight's, like that song, like that album, like hit the cut line. So she's gonna win it all. Probably. This is what's gonna be fun is to see if she can do it again. Because okay, so first of all, best new artist you have Coco Jones, Fred again, my boy, Jelly Roll, another great great guy. I've heard of him. You've heard of Jelly Roll only because they've talked about him here. Yeah, I'm sure. He's right? the fat guy. Yes, he is the fat guy. Victoria Monet, Gracie Abrams, I Spice. Noah Khan, who I've really come to love, one of my, one of my, my, or, oh, hey, oh, hey. I don't know why I was acting like everyone, lights turned off. Sorry about that, everybody. That I reacted to that. Anywho, um, my best friend loves Noah Khan, and I really had not given him the attention that I probably should have. Is he also an actor? No. Okay. He's not. Um, but uh, he's the one of the guys that I said that I I will say this year that I messed up on not going to see his set. I went to somebody else's. I don't rarely say that, but I I did for this time. He was my best friend. Uh, she listens to him all the time, and like I got I've got stuck on him now, and his voice is so awesome. And uh, I think it'd be really cool if he won. And then the War and Treaty. I think that this category is going to be, Jelly Roll has basically won basically every new artist category that there has been Good. in the past like four months. And I would should. be shocked if he doesn't win this one. If anybody but Ice Spice. Well, I was about to say, she might be a dark horse, so get ready. She might be two. So, well, the Illuminati is going to be pushing for <laughs> okay. her. So, so I, uh, yeah, Jelly Roll, Ice Spice, Noah Khan. I think those are your uh, three that could really contend. Uh, if Victoria Monet comes out of out of nowhere, I wouldn't be shocked. That's how the Grammys do this thing. Song of the Year. See if you've heard any of these. Well, I know you've heard two. What was I made for? By Barbie. <laughs> yeah, by Barbie. Billie Eilish. Oh. So, what was I made for? Is going to win the Oscar for a song. Um, Butterfly by John Batiste. 
Flowers by Miley. You've heard that song by Miley uh, Cyrus. Oh, uh, ready? Go for it. <laughs> Kill Bill by SZA. I saw one of the first performances of that last year, right? To, yeah, last year. Dance the Night by Dua Lipa. Dua. There you dance, go, dance the Night away. <laughs> so you don't like Barbie, but you retained everything in that whole movie. No. Yes, you did. There's no about that song. A&W by Lana Del Rey. I hate Atlanta. her. The passion. She has, she has a crazy crowd. Um, Antihero by... You've heard oh, Antihero. Taylor Swift. Have you heard Antihero? It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. No. Really? Wow. And then last but not least, Olivia Rodrigo for her first single on Guts, Vampire, which has held up so far. Great, great song. That song of the year stuff is is stacked. And I won't be shocked if Miley Cyrus I'm wins Flowers. It, but I'm going to give or it to Or Billie it. Eilish wins for What Was I Made For I'm or Olivia. For but Olivia. I think on one, two, three, we can say who it is. Anti-hero Taylor Swift, right? I was going to say Rodrigo. Heck man. yes. I'll take it. So I want I want Billy to win. Second would be Olivia. Oh, that's another plant. Stop. No, she's not. And then, but when Taylor Swift is in a category, you usually have to pick her. She always almost wins. Album of the year. Actually, we'll do record of the year. Then we'll do album. What was I made for? Uh, Worship uh, by John Batiste again. Vampire again by Olivia Rodrigo. And so record and song of the year is record awards people. Everybody that's behind the scenes. Song yeah. is just, for anybody that doesn't know, song is just artist. Yeah. That's why they do two, and they're almost the same category. Record does pro- with the producers, okay. everybody that's involved in the song. Vampire Olivia Rodrigo, Antihero Taylor Swift, Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Um, interesting how they got in there. Flowers, Miley Cyrus, Kill Basiza, On My Mama, Victoria Monet. Love to see Olivia or Billy win again. I think it's going to be Taylor Swift again, winning for Antihero. That song is just massive. And ding, 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 the award of the night that, you mentioned to me the other day about the Eminem clip that you were five years late on. This is exactly what he was talking about is this award right here is the album of the year is they get everybody into the room, all these big boys, because it's like the Oscars, the bigger the stars you can get in the award show, the more eyes you get on your award show. They want everybody there, but they do this thing. The Oscars don't do is they try to prove to everybody. They're like, Oh, you guys, you guys don't know what real music is, but we do. So they always will always do this completely zag where everybody is zigging. So the most popular album of the year, more so than not, does not win. They always pick so, the most underdog so who, who, indie album who that picks? there is. Huh? Who They're, picks? That's the, like the Recording Academy is like basically like a governing body just like the Oscars or the Academy is. Made up of people all around the world. And they vote. What, what are their qualifications to vote? Uh, producers, uh, industry executives. Uh, those guys. Um, they, anybody that anybody that so, works in the industry. You just admitted it's all bullshit. What? That we shouldn't care. I never said you should care. I just I, I enjoy the awards. You shouldn't care. You shouldn't care. I enjoy the awards. Eminem just proved it to you. I never once said that the Grammys are something that fixed. you need to. Fixed. They're not fixed. They're fixed. Not, no, if they were the fixed, the fix is in. No, no, no. If they were fixed, they would go to the most. Uh, commercialized album every Did year. Did Eminem ever win one? Huh? No, because you when he's nominated, his albums are the most commercialized of the year. They're the they, biggest they albums never, of the year. They never win. That's what I we literally just said yeah. this. That's what That's I just said. It's fixed. No, it's not fixed. They snub in your face. It's two different things. Fixed is not that. What they do is they they tell you, they try to prove to everybody that you guys don't know what music is. This is what yeah, music I got is, you. right? Uh, uh, so, so what's gonna happen 
is uh, uh, uh now I will say this that happens on years when one person's not in there and it's always when Taylor Swift isn't in there when Taylor Swift is in there she's got this weird bridge where the Those recording legs. academy is like that's Those. real music and it's the most commercialized it's, album. It's her legs, man. It, I guess it is. But I would be shocked if she doesn't win. She always takes home this award. No, I, and Midnight's, honestly, is a really good album. It's a really good album. I still listen to it. Uh, she's got some great songs on there. Vigilante, you know, was really great. Is Kanye nominated? Why would Kanye be nominated? He does not have an album out. But he did get nominated for Donda. When was that? Two years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, 2024. So, yeah, two years ago, but it came out in 21. So, Anyway, I think Taylor Swift's going to win. If she doesn't, I think SZA's got a shot for SOS because that's definitely an album where everybody would be like, you don't know music, this is music. And she's commercialized enough to where like, it's a good look. But don't forget, Olivia Rodrigo did wonders with Sour. Guts is right there that it could easily win. However, World Music Radio with John Bautiste, he's the reigning champ. Maybe he comes back. You can tell that I'm way more into this than anybody else is. So that's all I just wanted to say about the Oscars. All right, that's talking pop. Not Oscar, uh, sorry, Grammys. I wouldn't dare do that. That's so. talking popping with Creighton and just bored the so hell out of me. So who's your pick? Who's your pick? Taylor Swift? Taylor for Swift. The I mean, like, let's Midnight's. be honest. Or John Baptiste. Here's the thing. And only reason I know John Baptiste is because he worked with Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Here's the and here's the. Th- oh look, let's see what the. Uh, oh wow, it gives me. Uh, look at that. Oh man, Lana Del Rey's also in here. So that that could also be. She's not gonna win. I don't know. She's too man. sad. Oh man, she is a darling for what the industry is. No, like she's very, very artsy. She, no, she's concept. too sad. I'm she's too sad. You, I, you'll be shocked. I think. I think what's going to happen is we got Taylor Swift probably winning, but Olivia, SZA, and Lana Del listen, Rey are right there, and then John Batista you have to worry about. Listen, this is Taylor Swift's year. It's always Taylor Swift's year. No, but this she year, doesn't ever lose. This this year is like 2023-2024. I guarantee you she's going to get married this year. Oh, okay. You know, okay. come on. It's, it's her it's her year. Anyways, her year. the reason I tell y'all all this is because I want everybody to be educated on pop culture. We all need and to walk real into this pop world. culture. Nobody cares about the music. No, no. And here's the funny thing about it, to finish this conversation off. It kind of goes into your point about everybody not caring. They say they don't care, but they would they will never not tell you that winning a Grammy changes their career because it does every time. Every for the single, industry. What no, for the artist. What are you talking about? No, but like fans don't care. Yeah, the fans don't pay. The, what are you talking about? The fans aren't the ones that are getting them. The, right. The, I'm saying when you're a Grammy now, you're a Grammy award winning artist. Mm-hmm. Doors open for you. The same thing with the the same thing with the Oscars. When you're an Oscar winning actor actress, people want to work with you. Doors open up for you. So yes, we can bash these awards all we want, but the the fact is is that. They might not be right, but they they change people's careers. They absolutely do. And I I I'm not gonna sit here and say that I don't like that. Like I or that I like that 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 this is what happens. But it's it's the way it goes. This is the Grammys. As much as I think they get a lot of things wrong, when you win an award like the Grammys or the Oscars, your career changes for drastically. Maybe for the Oscars, but I don't, I don't agree with you on the Grammys because the Grammys are trash. I can absolutely show you every example I will, of how that would be want, true. You want my example? What? Right? How many times, like I think it was The Simpsons and multiple uh, cartoons and everything, when they talk about the Grammys, they throw it away like it's nothing. Like, oh, it's a Grammy. Yeah, because you guys think that. But when it comes to actually making money in the industry, it changes everything. Because like Homer won a Grammy. 
Right. And they made fun of it. Like, I oh, get it. Wasn't it wasn't much. And the fan, I get it. You, us as collective individual people that just listen to music, it doesn't mean much. I'm telling you. But uh, Oscar that, means a lot to me. Sure. But you're still not the one that's opening the doors. When you win those awards, on the other side, in the industry, it opens up the award for the artist. Well, great. And thank you so much for your Grammy thing. I probably am going to fast forward through this section. You won't even watch it. Uh, uh, or Oh, I meant like, this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to fast forward through this part. Maybe just listen to my jokes because I thought it was pretty funny with my Illuminati stuff. Don't but, worry. Uh, that's the only Grammy talk we're going to have. Yeah. Trust me. The winners is just, like once you win, it's just like. Yeah, it's stupid. No, no, it's great. But like. Like, what are we going to do? Are we going to come here next week uh, and say, like, oh, well, Taylor Swift took home seven awards? Like, yeah, you're right. That's what I expect is going to happen. So Now, Oscars. What? I don't know, man. It's going to be the same a little bit with that one because we're going to be like, oh, Oppenheimer no. won seven awards. No, so. I'm going to be like, let's go. But at least you get your time to shine. That's so. right. Anyway. And um, you'll be done for the next two years because he's not going to make a movie probably for another year and a half because he, that took so much out of him. So you'll just get to sit back in your little cave. And enjoy your little Oppenheimer. I will. Which is, I still think, one of the best cinematic achievements of if history. And nobody thinks that I'm, everybody says that I'm a hater. And I'm you are not. a hater. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that's Talking Boppin'. And if you want to sponsor it, please let me know. Please contact me at EA Sports CFW. Sponsor us, Talking Boppin'. We do it every week. I try to get rid of it, but Creighton will never let it happen. Absolutely. So sponsor not. it. This is my sponsor it and you'll never know creighton might have a big smile all right before we wrap up uh we want i want to quickly get into this because um big news came out with the diamond group uh they're in charge of bally's and they're going through bankruptcy we didn't know what the situation was on the rangers whether or not they will where they're going to show their games well it'll be the same like we did last year that's the big news now which kind of pisses me off because it Do wasn't the ideal it wasn't the ideal situation to begin with and now we are back to normal back to square one <laughs> Do you get this channel? No. Okay. Because I don't have cable. Got you. We're cost cutters or cord, cord cutters. cutters. And I'm this I is where I want cutters anymore. <laughs> I I, I want to know this thing. What was the point of it? The arguing no, the cost cutting or the cord cutting. Right. Why do that? I think it's now in my head cheaper to have cable or satellite because if you think about it, you now need to get all the streaming apps in order to watch what you want to watch comfortably. How because many do every, you have? I personally pay for one. My aunt pays for one. In your family, how many do you have? Within the sharing whatever. In the, in the house? Um, family that you talk to, that you communicate with, and like, and you, you're right. around sometimes at least. How within that uh, family, whether dad or mom's side, I don't care. How many do y'all pay for? At least five. Sheesh. Yeah. See, and like you, and then like you just said, you pay for one in your house, and you just what were you about to so say? Your grandmother I, 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 or your mom? Pays my, for so my aunt pays for aunt. Netflix. Okay. My my I pay for HBO Max, which I share with my cousins as well. I share with my brother and sister who live in Austin as well. I uh, share. Then they, my brother and sister in Austin, share Disney Plus with me. Okay. My um, my cousins share uh, Amazon Prime with us. Uh, so we have everybody's just like kind of going back and forth. On top of that, my mom has. I think she. We had Paramount Plus for a little bit, First but I got rid of it for a while. So all these apps 
the worst thing is is that as a sports fan, I can't watch what I want to watch because you have to have a television provider to give you any kind of access to local channels. Right. The, the the only alternative for me as a sports fan is to go get a next year an HD antenna <laughs> and to watch those like Fox and CBS and NBC to watch those games. Funny years, bro. You're, that's exactly what I have to go back to because as a sports fan, and then what sucks is I can't watch Mavericks games or Rangers games or even uh, Stars games now because they're all on cable for the mo- most part. Mm-hmm. And are. especially what the Mavericks in the playoffs, if they make it, what what, what are they going to be on? The, after the first round, they're going to be on. a little bit on ESPN. And then okay, start, but ESPN and then... is cable. ESPN's cable, oh, yeah, TNT's yeah, cable. Right, yeah. Yeah, you, Unless yeah. you have, you, you don't have those local channels. So that's where you get kind of fucked over. So now I'm thinking, where are we at now in this society? We've moved over to streaming completely, but we don't have a good model for it now. And all these poor cable companies are like, oh, we're losing business. Well, hell, we might have to go back to them now because here at the station, I love it because I can come here and watch DirecTV. Splurge. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, sports. I Look can actually watch it. all these channels we get. At home, like, I've, I'll, I'll be honest. I've missed a lot of games this year. I missed a shit ton of games, games? this year. Uh, football games. Oh, really? Or Mavericks games because so far because I was at home and I couldn't it access. It does not hinder your Mavs beat performance whatsoever. Well, I come in and uh, I, oh, I mean, okay. I watch highlights and I come in and cool. watch on the weekends. We are responsible here. We do our homework. Yes, we do. Don't <laughs> worry. I mean, I still watch the games. I meant like I don't get them live right. like as a fan. Right. You know? By the way, catch Mavs beat this week with me and DJ. Anyway, the point being, I, I think that we need to rethink the streaming thing. And I think sports don't need to be on streaming apps anymore. Well, then where do they need? Oh, just cable? Maybe go back to cable. Or then you tell me, what's an option? What is the better option? So, I don't know if it's about that, but uh, if it's better. But um, the, the model in which streaming started, just like Uber, Lyft, take, heck, DoorDash, Uber Eats, any of those. Uh, favor any of those it was a product you could get with a lot of features right uber like you can go anywhere take any like anybody will take you know drive you uh, da, 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 da. same thing with streaming you get all these things loaded in there you can watch anytime on demand and the idea was all this content all these features for a really really low price and it just was always never going to be a successful model because at some point the pavement hits the road and you got to make money. And the only way you can do that is by upping your charges, right? Yeah. And what happens is to quote your best friend, the guy that you're, I guess your muse, quite honestly, you either <laughs> die a villain or First of all, you live long right. enough to no. whatever it is. I can't remember. You die, you die a hero, hero or you or live, live long, long enough, enough to see yourself become, become a villain. villain. And that is exactly what this is, is that short term, these streaming services or any kind of service that was based off of a, a, a cheap service to get a lot out of, if you would have ended it really quickly, you'd been like, well, that's a great service. That was awesome. But if you're going to stick around and be a real company, you know, try to make a lot of money, pay a lot of people. 
I, um, I haven't even gotten into like uh, ordering stuff when it comes to the product that they actually have to grab and put on the on on their streaming service. When you're just a company that has to pay a lot of people, entertain a lot of people, get subscriptions, it starts costing money. You guys start pulling in the revenue. And, here's and where I, now and, this is what happens: is you get all these streaming services that are charging uh, so much significantly more than they were to start with, and what happens is you have to buy because everybody wants exclusivity because that's king in this world. You have to buy 15 streaming services to the point where we have exactly done what I figured what was going to happen was we have full circled ourselves. It is now basically a more beneficial thing. And I think it will happen EA, quite honestly. I think it will come where the cable option will just be a better option, quite honestly. And when it comes to, I didn't even answer your sports question yet, but that's the, that's the start. Well, and again, like you can't really answer the sports question because the 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 thing of the matter is that streaming is becoming. Here's the thing where I worry about though, because as we go, I don't think we're going to go back to the television where we're watching, you know, cable, blah blah blah. The reason why is because we're we're right now. Only reason why people watch live sports or live TV is for sports. Well, yeah. yeah. The live TV is the only reason why uh, we watch sports for live TV now. So eventually, that's going to run out. Why would cable people even be in business? Why would television people be in business? Eventually, it's just going to be streaming, where you just. But the sports you're talking about are not. You just mentioned we're not on streaming, right? Yeah, that's the thing. So are we going to get? Are we going to get to a point where you're just going to have a spe- separate cable package that's just for sports? One hundred percent, and you see it now with. The NFL doing red zone, not even talking about Sunday ticket, just red zone. You want this channel? You want this greatness? Uh, you got to add, like, and that that by itself is a single channel, 15 bucks. And it, the NFL is a little bit of a harder uh, example because it's like the one league that everybody will just pay whatever it costs to get it. But the NBA, I am a proponent of buying League Pass. I have League Pass. I have the yearly subscription. I love it. However... I think when it comes to watching your local games, uh, the fact that nobody can get those is quite is quite bogus. And the funny thing is, is Bally knows that. They absolutely know that they have a stranglehold on everybody because, and that's why you saw Bally Plus Sports or whatever it was called, because they know that so many people in this market specifically, and it's not just us, it's everybody around the States, is dying to see your local teams because that's really who you watch more than anybody else. And when you can't get them, you'll pay whatever it costs. And so they were doing such, and they're not ever going to give that up. They're never going to give up having local sports on their cable networks because if they start giving it off to ESPN Plus or uh, Paramount Plus, which soccer is doing right now, or Peacock, well, now they've lost every leverage they've got. Well, now, well, now they've lo- the only thing the reason why they're starting to weaken is because they went through bankruptcy. This idea that well, Amazon, suck, by the way, yeah, and then Amazon came in. I thought that was going to be a bright light when Amazon came in and bought and said we're going to help pay for your little things that so we're going to control. I thought, oh my god, that would be awesome because I think we could do that. I think we could go pay for Amazon and say, okay, put it on. I already pay for it money for Prime, so I can watch my local television shows that way as well. And I think the Mavericks are about to find. I think we're in our last year with the Mavericks, so eventually it's going to change there. But tell me, what are, what are we going to do for the Rangers? Are we going to be stuck one more year, one more year on the Rangers uh, of watching on sure Valley Sports Plus? Probably. 
Right, and that's an expensive product, by the way. Think about this year. The Rangers just came off a World Series championship where I argue maybe 70% of the fan base didn't get to watch most of the regular season. Oh, I'll argue with you. It might have been more. It might have. Most people (laughs) probably could Either they had to listen to on radio or they watched highlights and that's it. Or they had to wait for those major uh, like Sunday night games on ESPN or those major, you know. Let's be honest, they pirated it. Or pirated (laughs) it, right? Or like us, had to come up to the station and watch these Rangers games if possible. Oh, thanks for. I'm, uh, but I'm also the weird guy that has cable still. I love cable. Like I mean, I I, yeah. I kind of miss it. I love channel surfing. Like I love channel surfing. I, I will say this: <laughs> one thing I do miss. What I used to do was I would go like every night when I go to sleep, I'd go on Nick at Night and put on like would it yeah, be like George, George Lopez, Lopez or Friends or something like like and I could fall asleep to that and it was, it was perfect. Yeah. Now I can't do that because. I mean, I could, but my TV is not built. I, I haven't turned my TV on in my room in 15 years. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> That's wild. Well, because it's an old, it's an older TV. Oh, okay. So it doesn't. It, it, the only reason I had used it for is like television, uh, for cable and yeah. for uh, video games. So it didn't really mean anything later on. I don't play my video game system much anymore, gotcha. so it doesn't turn on anymore. So all of a sudden, I just like I had to deal with it. So, uh. I miss it, though. I miss those old days. Now streaming kind of took that fun away from it. I will say this about the sports. What I really like and I think is a great solution to your sports on a streaming thing Mm -hmm. is I think ESPN Plus is is awesome because – But it's expensive. Well, that's what what we can get into because that's not going to change. That is only – I hate to break it to everybody. It's only going to get worse because the more – and it's this is more not just sports. That that this part is more of like content for everybody. Disney Plus, HBO. It costs a lot to one create the shows you want, to order the shows you want, and have them ex- exclusively on your service. That's why all your stuff is going up is because when HBO orders a new season of True Detective or Your American Nightmare, uh, Netflix has to order it, or they get. You know how much like you you know this. We've talked about this. How much Netflix spends on their movies? It's a ton. Someone's got to pay the price. Unfortunately, it is us. And so ESPN Plus with the same thing starts to get a ton new has a ton of sports, a ton of 30 for 30 content that they're putting exclusively on that site, uh, a ton of shows that are only on ESPN Plus. It gets expensive. The price keeps raising. The good thing about what I like about ESPN Plus even though it's a, it's pricier is that there is almost not like to the point now where like you can watch your bootleg division six a uh so and so West Virginia team now because they give you an in-house product to do it. And I think that like that is a nice building block. I hope I, I hope we get to a future where we can find some kind of balance. But I'm gonna tell you right now, as I can see it right now, you're gonna have to just know people and password share, and that's how it's going to be know now. The because is, though, huh? So everybody's cracking on password shares. Guess yeah, and who, that's the thing. Guess yeah. who's doing it next? But you know, has it so far? I haven't felt it. You haven't felt no the Netflix thing. No. Okay, well, don't tell anybody that. You got lucky. Like, what does it do? Like, especially. Well, wait, wait, wait. Wh- wh- who the person you share with? My aunt. Are y'all in the same house? Sometimes no, but she's at her house and sometimes That's she watches. That's quite remarkable. Okay, congratulations. She doesn't. She doesn't, you're she in. doesn't watch it as much. 
Okay. But sometimes she does. But so my yeah, it, if if I would like to know who, but like yeah, what it does is uh, it goes by it goes by zip code. And well, no, but we have different profiles. One account with different. No, I'm profiles. not. I'm not. Oh, what? What do you mean? Like Say it okay, again? so she pays for an account. Right. But we have four different profiles on it. Like, like when you open up Netflix, yeah. there's four different ones. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Consider yourself lucky because when what a lot of people are experiencing right now, what I experience is, uh, back home we pay for a Netflix. But it's off of the credit card where the Wi-Fi is based out of Lubbock, right? Mm -hmm. So most people, when they click on their profile, it says, it looks like you're not in your household. Mm -hmm. And that's what it does. And, and you, you can't, can't touch it. Can't watch it. What you can do is you can pay $9 more to get a one single uh, out-of-the-house account, which is unfortunately what we do. And so I think we're paying the high account. Well, we are, too. And you still have to. We pay nearly forty dollars a month on. Oh, Netflix. my angels! Even pay that. Yeah, we pay nearly forty dollars a month. I'm saying, consider yourself lucky. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying consider yourself no, no, lucky that you've gotten through. However, a lot of people experience the Netflix thing. Disney is about is is becoming the next one. So that what they're going to do is they're cracking down on Netflix. I mean, sorry, on password sharing. And guess who they own? Yeah. <laughs> and so if if it gets to a point where you can't even create and watch for different profiles from different areas with that i mean it it that's quite remarkable that we're doing this password thing because i'm telling you right now they're getting too greedy and if sure, they yeah 100 and if they don't stop like again like mark cuban said pigs get uh, uh fat hogs get slaughtered and i was one of the proponents that said yo boycott netflix do it like make them feel it unfortunately the opposite happened which is not good yeah. because they saw a gigantic rise in subscriptions after the password crackdown which is not good because they're going to keep it. But I was definitely one of those guys like you can't let this happen because like I pay, we pay for it. We should get to split the five profiles however we want to. Who cares? You getting you're getting your money. No. Um, I pay for. Let's see. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Good God. Fourteen. 15, I think we cap out at 15, 15 subscriptions. And you know, the funny thing is we watch them all, but like that's how much we're having to uh, by do. By the way, I, I will say this. I think I found a solution. I think it, I don't know how well it's going to work in the future, but as of now, it works for me at least. So start you with know, a P Tubi? that rhymes with Lyrit? No, Tubi. Okay. Tubi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I watched that all. I love that. Get, that that's well, a great app. Get ready. That's about to become non-commercial. That's about to become non-free too. Well, because they're so, starting to order stuff too. Yeah, but no, but like, I, they, yeah, but there's things you can watch and stream. But they also have live TV. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's for free and it's content. local. Like I, you know, I was looking for the uh, AFC Championship game to yeah. watch, and I found CBS on there, and I just clicked it, and it worked. Yeah. I was watching Romo and Nance. I was like, oh my god. See, and that's the crazy thing too is like when it comes to the live TV, like Parrot when Peacock did their exclusive football game, they didn't see a dip. They saw a major, like it was a major viewing bump, right? I just want, but the, so like these guys are just like they, these guys are seeing their their numbers and they're like, oh well, there's no point not to do it. How's Tubi doing their? Lo how do they get local channels and do for live TV? How do well, they everything they they they're getting paid because they're putting ad they're putting ads on literally every piece of content they I have see, right now. Why. So if I, I when I watch movies on there, I get twenty different ads. That's why because when I was watching, but they're starting CBS. to not do that. They're starting to take that away. Starting to order content. What's going to happen there is they're going to have to start charging because they can't afford it. Because I watched my show Dallas. The right. new one, the new one. You get there. ads on there. Yeah, yeah every like almost every time I was like, "Good God!" Yeah, no, it's bad. And like you can buy like for Hulu, it's like, oh, you can buy the ad-free version, 
but it's seven dollars more. Yeah. Uh, Amazon just did it the other day. They're doing ads now. Three dollars more. Netflix. Netflix the same way. HBO. I mean, Netflix like for Netflix for us. I know the base price we pay is twenty seven dollars a month to get the four K. I bet you yada, if yada. we took out all the streaming yeah. stuff, we save so much money. Oh, we would. But the funny thing is, I watch everything on those. See, shows, I don't know why. I'll tell you. Services. I'll be honest right now. If I could just, if it wasn't for sports, yeah, I could live on YouTube. Really, I yeah. could not, man. I could live on YouTube. And like, you know, it's I have to, pay, I pay a cable bill because I have to have. I love live channel surfing. Like my brother's not like that. It's probably because we're different generations. We're like five years apart. But like he's like on demand HBO. Give it to me now. Whatever. I'm like, whatever's on the guide. Like that's what I live with. That's what I do up here. Like yeah. I'm just like it's just whatever it is. Do you remember the old school TV Guide channel? Uh, I do, but I was. Right on the cut line of like okay. it was basically considered ancient. So I was that was me like when but I, I was used to in sixth I used grade. to see them in the hotel. Yeah, in sixth that. grade it was big, and I remember at first it didn't have a but they made a channel out of it where while you were looking for the TV guide because back then if you had cable when yeah. you just had cable not satellite there was no guide. Right. Early cable you had no guide. You had to just turn your channel, and you didn't know what was on unless you had the TV guide. On the newspaper and the book, you were you were screwed. But then they made a TV Guide channel, and when you go to TV Guide channel on the top, they had like fun little promo stuff, like fun like entertainment. Oh, you know, right. like what you see at the gas station. Yeah, you pump. It's kind of like that. And then, but the the channels will be like this, slowly, oh, right, one by one. You'd be <laughs> if like, you miss the other way. Yeah, exactly. I'll be like, fuck, because they'll dis- <laughs> they'll distract you. And I'm like, oh, no. I was waiting for that one. And then sometimes I look for the adult channels. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Uh, 16, what time? Because I pay for MLC. What time, what time is uh, Cinemax? Okay, 9 o'clock. Okay. Oh, after right. hours. Stop. You know, they don't. that's not even, that channel doesn't even do that anymore. Max doesn't do that? They're no longer. It's no gonna, more they're, Skinamax? They're no longer the whatever, what y'all used to, yeah, call Skinamax. it Skinamax, right? Yeah. Is that what they used to be called? They're not that anymore. What, what happened? They don't want to be like that anymore. They wanted to be art. Which I give them credit. They picked Man, some. They have a great selection of really artsy listen, movies on there now. We, that was a thing. Well, I think with the free porn now, yeah, you can't I, do am that. Am I the only one that's like excited about the new direction they're yeah, taking? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think it's because of all the free porn now. Oh, but, okay, I guess. But I like know. nobody cares. But like, dude, if you were in high school and you like, you what? Like, if you like, you looking for porn? Okay. If you were looking for porn and you were like underage, like like sixteen, seventeen years old, like if you were <laughs> looking for porn. You had to, you had to go and you use the Skinamax. I still remember ninth grade. Stop. Lord of the G strings. What the yeah. F is that? Lord of the G strings. It was, it was hilarious. Oh like, god. There were so I many. I don't even know. And then there was always like, uh, uh, this radio host was like, "Welcome," and and today we're gonna talk about this girl and her troubles and then they show her story what and then she gets like she has sex this yo skinamax was on point uh, and i was so good at watching it without the sound oh oh okay i didn't want the people to listen so what I'll... the oh all right i i for one am their 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 content collection now is is i think is great nah man skinamax come I on i mean they picked some like the witch taken three listen Zookeepers, softcore porn. Oh Jesus! Okay, it was it was it was great because you didn't see everything. Stop. 
Anyway. Well, they're not that anymore. They're All now right. they're now an, an artsy place. That's enough of Skin and Max. They're and an artsy Max. place. All right. Well, that's streaming talking. That's the end of our podcast. We got to go. It's getting late. It's Ten. Fantastic that you had late. to end on that. Yeah. Well, well, hey, listen. The men will know you're not a man. No, like that's not what that is. I just don't like, tell me you never watched Skin and Max. No, you've never watched it your whole life. I'm honestly on it. To be fair with you, to give you like to like give me so, myself some credit, I don't think I was old enough, right, during that whole boom phase of whatever, right? Wasn't that like? Is that not like a '90s thing? '90s to early 2000s. Yeah, I was not. I was no. Okay, well you were a little remember, kid. I was barely. Yeah, I was born 24. almost by the end of like I was almost i was 97 it's like the 90s were over so yeah so hold on but you've never like as a kid when you were like a uh, middle school teenager never no. looked for porn no you never did All you've right. never seen porn i bet what have you ever seen porn N- the, the define when you when you are you talking about like like in cinema sure right like i guess no, like, like, like a, poor things no, that was definitely no, no. Then no, no, no. Wow, uh, you little baby. I'm not a baby. You little baby, I haven't even seen porn. <laughs> Come on, is that something you should be proud of? No, but oh God, okay. I'm just. It's funny because like you say you haven't. And then I've like, come on. Like this Wolf of Wall Street count? No, what it's a we, movie. What? Well, it's got people in it that are. I, I let me tell you this fun story. Okay? I don't know if I want to. Know know, it's this. not like that, but it's a fun story. So back in the day, Directv had like a card where you could unlock all the channels. It was a black what? card. Yeah, it, and my cousins okay. had it. My co- like you know all the pay per view channels. Yeah, like in all the movies, right? It unlocked it to where anything on the anything like the ultimate package, everything would be unlocked, and you didn't have to pay. We'd have to pay one every time. Everything was so. If you went to like a pay per view channel, let's right. say they were playing that uh, a movie like Saving Private Ryan, right? Okay. Uh, you you wouldn't have to pay for it every time. Oh, that sounds It would cool. just repeat. It would just repeat oh, over and over because that's how pay per view worked. Yeah. You get the next showing. Heck you would yeah. pay, but it would unlock it. But guess what? It would also unlock the oh, adult channels. God. Okay. So I. I came home and mom was like, "Oh, our cousins gave us this." I was like, "Oh, fuck yeah, we got all these channels, right?" And I'm thinking this is cool because like we got movies. So I go to my room and I find the adult channels. And I'm like, "Oh!" I'm like in sixth grade. Have you grade. seen Disturbia with with uh, Shia LaBeouf? Uh, no. There's a scene in the movie where they're literally because he's on the whole the whole movie's on house arrest, right? And he's having to watch. It's all. It's kind of like a secret window. He's watching people from his in his neighborhood yeah. from his window, right from his house. And one of the, one of the one of the houses happens to be. He's watching these like four or five kids like secretly try to watch these adult channels. Right. And every time he watches them, he's like, he like they know when their mom is coming. And eventually, like you know, like because he hates those kids, so he's yeah. like trying. He's trying to get them caught. And so I just imagine that's kind of what it was like for you. You're just kind of well, like, yeah. You have to be. You're just kind of like volume like, down, oh and you gotta watch. Because that's I, what they do in that right. movie. Right. Exactly. That's they what have a, you, they have a watcher, like something. Yeah. Because like as a kid, you're like, oh shit, boobies, you know? Okay. Like you're like you're like, oh awesome. But the funny part was I found them, and I remember watching. There was one porn. It was like an Egyptian thing. It was like the mummy, but porn version. I don't know. And I was like, oh shit. But I just stopped watching. I was like, it's in my head. I was like, I know it's there. Right? Yeah. So I go to sleep, right? Okay. Wake up. I get ready for school the next day. My mom calls me from her room. She goes, hey, come here. I'm like, what? Uh, don't watch TV. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, every morning I'd watch TV before I go to school. She goes, don't watch TV. Just go to school. I was like, okay. Yeah. So I go to school. Come back. It's gone. 
<laughs> and she found out, and she's like, "Not having it in my house." Wait, y'all talked about it? No, I just I never brought it up. Oh, you I just never knew brought she knew? it up. But she no. How but, do you know she knew? No, but like I'm guessing because we both had in our rooms that the, the yeah. she had in the living room, I had in my room, okay. right? And so she probably was watching TV and saw those. T- Channels were available. She was like, not in my house. Oh, she didn't know you were watching them. Right, she was right. just like, There's, I'm not going to let the chance. Okay. Exactly. But when I came home, I was like, no! <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well. You were crushed? What? what no way on? you were thinking about that you, all day in school. There's a whole Friends episode about this. No way you were thinking about you, that have all you seen day that in school. No. You haven't seen it? It's the one with I the I try freak. not to watch like that kind of television. Friends? Well, just because so many, like, it's like everybody watches The Office. Everybody watches Friends. Everybody watches Parker So you've never Rex. seen Friends? I've seen, I've seen episodes. I'm going to punch you. No, I've seen episodes. And I, I, and, I, and I give you that it's a good show. But, like, how dare everybody's you. like, this is all I watch. And I'm like, well, that turns me off of it. Because, like, everybody I, watches I love it. Friends. you got to watch it. But there is an episode, watch, there's an episode where literally Joey and Chandler somehow get free porn. And they're like, oh, my God. And they don't know. They're afraid to turn it off. So they don't want to lose it. So they keep it on. And everyone's like, can you please turn it off? Like, no, we don't know what's going to make this go away. So they watch the whole episode. Everybody gets, like, addicted to the porn. They just keep watching it. But anyway. I think this is the second episode in a row where I've ended it with saying I respect cinema. So too much for. You respect cinema. Anyway. Capital C, baby. Oh, by the way. I didn't get to tell you this, but this is this is in regards to what I just said. Mm. I am literally in the minute of a, in, I'm in the middle of a two-hour Blu-ray specific podcast right now on my drives. Uh, literally just from here back every the past two nights. Literally listening to it, a, 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 a episode of my podcast for two hours where they talk about all the new Blu-rays, the exclusives they got, how they store them. The uh, how how they so instead of listening to the ticket or our podcast, you listen to other things. That's at night. Y'all don't stream. Y'all y'all don't broadcast at night. But you could listen to our podcast. But we're not talking about Blu-rays and how you store them and the special editions you get and all that. I'm jazz. disappointed in you. Anyway, <laughs> that is Creighton Branch. I'm EA Azad. You can come follow me at Creighton Branch. Oh, I started a new Letterbox list, so follow me on Letterboxd. Where is it at? At Creighton Branch. Uh huh. Literally. Then the same. The, and it's the Creighton. Profile the, is literally it's the Creighton same. It's like the Twitter. university. Yeah, like the one that I think lost his thing. C R E I G H T O N. Branch. Yeah, yeah. Made branch. a new letterbox list. I'm very proud of it. Uh, there'll okay. be more where that came from. I'm right. now almost to 1,700 films. I lied to you, by the way. I've watched 15 films this year that released in 2024. I think I'm already up to like 25 this year. I've just watched movies. So you're a nerd. I am. Um, I absolutely. I'm at EA Sports DFW on the X or Twitter, whatever you like to call it, and on the grant at EAZOD60. And of course, catch me this weekend uh, with DJ Ringerberg doing Mazbeat, and I'll be producing tomorrow. On Saturday, so if you catch it up early in the morning tomorrow, go turn on the ticket. So, congratulations! And uh, if you want to be a part of our podcast and sponsor us and be a part of the fun, follow me and let's let's talk. Let's DM. And that's it. Support your. I got. I got. I got a message to end it. Support your local movie store. Go buy Blu-rays. Physical media for the win, baby. We are so back. We are back. You said we're back a lot, and then nothing happened. Because happens. it took a lot of time to get back, and we are back. All Physical right. media for the Shut win. Up. Go support your video store.